Home Theater Podcast, the Home Theater Podcast. It's all about the experiences, the sights, the sounds, the scenes. Such a boring week when nobody jazzes it up, huh, Steve? Hey, I I get told off. I get told (laughs) off. (laughs) John, you muted yourself. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You're muted. Oh, man. What is happening to John tonight? She is uh, just on the thing at the bottom left. Bottom left, John Boy. Unmute. I just uh, I can't left. unmute you. Yeah. <laughs> My mouse wasn't anywhere near there. there. I don't there know how that happened. Yeah, I don't, just before you spoke, I saw that like the thing came up, and then your mouse starts moving, and nothing was coming out on our end. Uh, yeah, I was just turning so. down the volume because it was too loud. I don't know yeah. why that did that. Oh, yeah. So, oh, you probably turned it down, and maybe you were turning down your audio volume and it muted you went so low it muted it well i, Mine mean, I went from too. i went from 88 to 72 it wasn't that low <laughs> oh well you hit something you hit something uh, john is uh, yeah. issues this evening ladies and gentlemen. exactly yes yes it's uh, don't we all i mean it's that's it's tech right that's yeah. why like that 24-hour stream it's a it's a miracle because i mean we had a few in there but they were nothing major but but yeah it's i mean and that's why home. That's why we love home theater. Yeah, it's, our lives aren't going smooth enough, so we decide to do this. <laughs> I need some bumps in the road. <laughs> um, speaking of bumps in the road, last week uh, I don't know, and my mind must have been elsewhere. We had a very different open. We talked and reminisced about the weekend, the twenty four hours, and uh, I forgot to uh, thank Brian Mer- Merriman. Uh, patron, so he was a new patron at the time, uh, and since then we've picked up Dom Harp. Uh, not really sure how to say that. H a e r p f e. Uh, Steve's looking at it and going, "You go, Deej. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah, gonna yeah, leave Harp. Harp. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you for coming, patrons. Um, hope to meet you at the. Uh, at the Zoom meetings that we have, uh, we'll be having one uh, next week, I believe. And uh, we also we also grabbed a uh, we grabbed Johnny Speakers coming in. He goes, I, I gave you a large box of popcorn. I'm like, ah, no, that's extra large, buddy. So uh, Johnny Speakers coming in with a hundred dollar box of popcorn. Wow. So yeah, I yeah. Don't, look, DJ, I don't know what the prices are like in your theaters over there, but here that's about that sort of size. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say that's same barely thing. a box of popcorn now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, that's he just said, a box. yeah, uh, <laughs> that will, uh, yeah, that's just, that's that's not even like the souvenir cup. That's right. that's extra, right? Um, but yes, Johnny Johnny Speakers was the one that won the Prime Satellite five point one system. Uh, happened to have happened to have a picture handy right there. Uh, so he won that during the twenty four hour podcast. 
Uh, so he donated, you know, bought us a box of popcorn for a hundred dollars. That'll be going to Movember, um, which that's our charity for this month. So, uh, we're getting up there. We're getting up there with the super chats that we've received this month, um, with the memberships on YouTube we've received. Uh, everything is going to Movember at the end of the month. And, uh, I mean, we got quite a few super chats during the, during the 24 hours. So that gave us a good jump on the month. Um, and again, like, you know, I'd really like to see how, how high we can get that number when we kind of literally tripped face first into this, <laughs> which is kind of a funny way to put it when we're talking Movember here. Yeah. See that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Handlebars yeah. are there. Yeah. I got them going. And, um, yeah, my, my son already looks he's he just shaved his beard so he's fine um and he's got dark hair so he can um, this is it for me i bet you by the end of the month this is exactly what i'll look like cuz my hair is blonde this is blonde so um and yeah if you're not on youtube you, you got to go to youtube to check out what we're talking about cuz you're never going to see me talking about my face more than this so, and i already can't wait for the end of the month so um <laughs> One of life's great mysteries is those of us that can't grow hair on our heads can grow them on our faces really well. Yeah. So I'd be like, Among I'd be other places. Jason Momoa. Well, I didn't like to say it. Let's not go that far. <laughs> um, I'd look like Jason Momoa after about two weeks. If I don't shave, man, this is, I mean, this oh, is just I'm, be curated. Otherwise, yeah. it'd be huge. I cannot grow hair. I cannot grow hair as long. I mean, I'm like, I'm already like a dolphin. I just, I'm like, it's like, you see me at a pool. It's like, do you, fish? do you shave your chest? I go, no, this is it. This is what I get. I get that one thing and I pluck it out because it just looks ridiculous. <laughs> it's like one piece of hair. Um, I look, yeah, I look like a dolphin. That's why I like to swim. I'm aerodynamic. All right. Yeah. So is that by, is that uh, by chance or do you do it on purpose? Whoa! Oh, See, that's how you hit a mark. We rehearsed, we rehearsed, bam! Thank you. All right, on that note, we also have, let's, uh, let's help out. Did you see what Todd's doing? Mm, Todd's got his sure. own podcast going now. Mm. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Every week, and he's got two out already, avnirvana.com, but go to, he's on Spotify and iTunes already. This I grabbed off of my uh, iTunes app, I believe. Uh, HTNR, Home Theater uh, News Review. Home Theater News, it's right at the top. <laughs> I'm reading down low. Home Theater News Review. It changes all the time, and he said this week it was, this is the last change. I'm like, okay, I'll believe you when I see it. Um, but it's pretty good. He does like, you can go to the YouTube, AV Nirvana's YouTube page and he does it there, but audio only as well. So check those out. Subscribe. Let's get him, get him some support over there. That's pretty cool. So, um, thought I'd add that to the show. Uh, we also have. Steve, you quack me up. Look at that from Scruffy. That's pretty funny. He's a man after my own heart. <laughs> yeah. It's like, here we go. Two hours of puns coming your way. <laughs> like, actually, we haven't said good hello to everyone in the chat, actually, Deej. We should probably do that. Go ahead. My mind, you know me. And we talked before. My mind's elsewhere. I apologize ahead of time, Steve. Take it away. Yeah. Yeah, um, no worries. Well, you're right. We've got my favorite, Steve At, is in the chat. Oh, that is in the chat. So, yeah. Although he was getting rather, um, rather impatient with us uh, a little bit earlier, so uh, you know, I'm not sure we can uh, 
giving yep. too much props. Um, but there yep. we go. <laughs> That's um, good. So yes, yeah, so hi to Steve Atz, hi to Van Gaul, hi to someone called Brightside Home Theatre. Um, yeah, well, I was telling everybody, we're out in a minute. <laughs> um, and Paul's in, and uh, yeah, and we've got Conviva Tech. Oh, hi, guys. Um, Where's that, that one? And, and uh, what about... Yeah, um, about creator. Oh, advice. that might be new. Yeah, I saw that today, Conviva. CT. Mm. Uh, <laughs> um, is uh, is, is uh, this a new pal? Is, was oh, he this, before? Uh, oh, that's Paul. Remember, that's Paul. Paul, from the, that's right. From okay. Norway, Norwegian. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hi there. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Yeah. Yeah, thank you everybody in the chat. Uh, we'll, we'll try to keep, and did, you said Van Gogh and everything and, okay. Yeah, I said yeah, like Van Gogh. There was some okay. guy in there called, um, Steve George. Don't know who that is. Can't imagine who that is. Uh, um, you know, so I'm going to say hi to him, whoever he is. Hmm. He's new. Speaking <laughs> of which, Merry Christmas, everybody. It is now officially the holiday season. Steve had his birthday yesterday. Happy birthday, oh, yeah. Steve. He thank can you. now watch Christmas movies because <laughs> we know it went, he went like 30 years without seeing Christmas Vacation because he can't see it till after his birthday. So apparently last year was the year. So <laughs> And this year he's going to be two because that was his first uh, birthday. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, I like the sound of that. Let's do that. That's a great yeah, idea. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I have got Trading Places. I've got in 4K. I've got Scrooged in 4K. I've got Violent Night in 4K. All just sat here waiting to be seen. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, can't i can't until after the birthday so yeah yeah we'll be seen ready for next week <laughs> nice um got another friend i want to promote here uh our buddy uh brett bjorquist starting Fatnatics, faq natics mm. so that's his new youtube channel which will be kicking off on thursday night mm. uh i believe it's at let me see todd did a great write-up of it over at uh av nirvana which i i i pulled up um i'd rather read it than tell it like um let's see during the chat the conversation all right a uh, special event brings together luminaries of the industry. Remember that word, luminaries, because I got to look it up later. Uh, <laughs> AV Nation, Youth Man, Giles McCoy, Brightside, that, that donkey, uh, Brolic Media, and AV Nirvana for what Facnatic says will be an engaging and enlightening discussion that delves into the heart of Facnatic's mission and vision. And uh, without reading the whole article... Um, yeah, that's Brett's been wanting to do this for a while. We were going to kick this off. Actually, we were supposed to try to do it at Cedia at one point. Um, so he wants to get into like home theater, home automation, home lighting, cigars, car. It's not just home theater related. It's like anything, like FA, anything you've ever had questions about. And uh, he just wants to bring, he said like, luminaries and people he trusts and people that he wants to talk to. And that's what we're supposed to be that day. I think I'm there just for entertainment. Just ask me questions and watch me fumble all over myself. So I'm not really sure what I'm doing with that group of people, but I'm in the room. Uh, happy to be there, <laughs> but that'll be uh Thursday night. It's going out over pretty much. Uh, he's launching it on his YouTube channel, but I think we can launch it on up to eight channels, I think. And uh, if there's room, it may be here on my channel, but it's definitely going to be on AV Nirvana. Um, so 
be checking that out. I'll have more information on Twitter and stuff like that too, but definitely be checking that out. Uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. That's, I'm really looking forward to that one. Uh, I believe it's at about 8.30 Eastern time is what I have it down on those, on my schedule for. Um, yeah, he's oh, 8 p.m. He's got 8 p.m. Pacific time, so that would be, yeah, 9 o'clock. So I have it on my schedule. I'll be there early. So 9 p.m. Eastern time. So that's uh that will be that on Thursday night. This Thursday night, the uh isn't, what's hang the, on, isn't Pacific time three hours behind Eastern time? So that's like eleven p.m. Five hours. Yeah, three of course it's three, isn't it? Yeah. Three. three and that's three why I said nine. Eight. That's why I if said nine. Eleven. No, nine. If they're eight PM six PM. Did I say eight? Oh, you said eight, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Six yeah. well, I said eight thirty my time, six PM oh, okay. Pacific time, eight thirty my time, which is nine o'clock okay. that time. So let's a hundred percent clear, six PM Pacific time, nine PM Eastern yeah. time. And that would also be eight PM John's time. Central it would. Time. Or, yeah. or two AM our time. Yeah. Yes. And so Steve has set his alarm. <laughs> yes, roll over. Like, I have a frequently asked question. Can you please get off my YouTube? <laughs> DJ, hey, up, go to I'll bed. Up, Can you please explain to us the time in all the different time zones, please? <laughs> I'm telling you now, guys, it'll be worth waking up at 2 a.m., going onto YouTube and just asking, where do babies come from? Yeah, I was going to say, opening it up to questions is dangerous. because (laughs) Frequently asked questions, maybe in the uh, George household. (laughs) DJ, could you demonstrate? (sighs) Okay. Um, And did you guys hear, well, first off, we had yesterday's live stream. Steve joined us on that in the chat. That was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Did you guys get to hear any of that on calibration with Chris Deering, which was, oh my God, really good. Uh, A lot of great information there. Um, What did you think, Steve? How much of it did you catch? Because obviously it was my birthday. We'd been out for dinner and then sort of, you know, and then I kind Mm. of had that and stuff. So I was was surprised to see an eye on it. Um, and then sort of came back. Well, I'm surprised you were there. It was a pub up the road. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, you mean in the chat? Oh, I see. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, it, it was interesting. I was, I was sort of monitoring it, keeping an eye on it. And, uh, yeah, he's an interesting guy, isn't he? And, and what he doesn't know about calibration isn't worth knowing. Um, so, oh my God. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I just, it, he, he is, yeah. he is the man for this kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, yeah no, fair play to him. But, um, but, and again, though, it's still this discussion about it is whether you've, if you feel you need it, you know, again, if you have it done once, see if you like it, but, but always by someone reputable. And Chris is the, is the man for that. And you yeah. know, if he does it, that it'll be done the right way. And then if you don't like it, you can still do your own thing. But I think you at least will know what it should look like, even if you don't yeah. particularly, you know, if you don't like it, which is unlike, you know, unlikely, I think. Um, cause it does make a difference and it's well worth it. So yeah. Yeah. yeah Van Gool in the I mean, chat. I, I don't know about, yeah, sorry, go on. Uh, go on. I, I was at Van Gool in the chat a lot on calibration. I didn't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, there was a lot in there. A lot of, cause I, I just think there's a lot of misconceptions on what a calibration is. And, um, he had the, you know, um, good info with the chat, Stephen at saying good info, uh, from the chat with Chris D still sounds like it's more a priority for projectors versus large screen OLEDs. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, there's definitely a case 
to be made for getting your OLED and we we discussed that but definitely more so for projectors cuz there's mm-hmm. it's more of a you know there's more to tweak in there but uh but I like I said to him I'm like the idea of even I think a lot of people don't even understand like the setting side of it and like an OLED is in you have multiple environments you're going to be watching meaning a bright room a dark room and this and to have somebody come in and calibrate all those settings for all those environments is important too if you're into that thing but like we said if you're not into, like, if you don't think you need one, you don't need one. Don't let anybody tell you you need to get one. But if you're wondering why, that's why we put that out is to, to answer some of those questions. And I thought he did a great job. And, uh, one of the reasons I like him so much and like, like Jim is these, they're honest. It's like, like he said, like he's literally, he said a bunch of times in it, like there's ways like he could, he offered one solution that would like diminish his industry. And he's like, I don't care. I'll find something else to do. But that that would be nice if we didn't have to do this, right? And it's like, mm-hmm. you don't hear that a lot, right? Everybody's always mm-hmm. like, I can make more money doing this. And it's like, you know, that's they're not about that. So um, it was really interesting. It's always fun talking to him. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, let's see. All right. Uh, you ready to get to... Let's just get to it because we got we got so much stuff in the, and if I've forgotten anything, I'll try see if, ask us questions in the chat. Maybe uh maybe I'm supposed to have done something that I didn't do. Yeah, but <laughs> not about where babies bit... come from, guys. Not about no, where babies come no. from. Let's oh, set the I'll, parameters right away. Let me actually let me get this out uh, off my chest out front right now. Um we literally we kind of not kind of. Here we go. Let's see, I'll pull up the pitch. Picture. This is where I was moments ago, uh, and uh, we have officially broken ground on the next Brightside Home Theater. Uh, they started digging today. Lots going into it. A lot of stuff going on. Um, um, I'm the GC, so I got a lot of balls in the air right now, and I've got a lot of things I've got to do. So um, from here on out until this thing's done. I may come in and go, here's another picture of what I did this week. <laughs> it's going to be a picture of dirt and rocks and like, yeah. So there's some picture. There's a pile of rocks. Let me go back and I'll show you what I showed Steve. So here's the little pile of rocks I've made with my John Deere tractor. There you go. <laughs> and there's the pile of rocks. That's a couple of the rocks they dug out today. And then there's a bunch of rocks they dug out today. <laughs> And then we're back to the lot and everything like that. So, um, that's what I said. Yeah. Well, I met with them early this morning on the lot and they were like, oh, this is kind of a small lot out where I live. This is a relatively small lot, but it's not. It's, you know, so that's where we are. Lots going on. So I apologize for the next months. <laughs> my mind not maybe maybe being exactly where it needs to be at the moment but uh but I'll always be entertaining making fun of me and do whatever you want to do so thanks Eddie Eddie saying congratulations uh nice piece of land looks like a big project from Steve at yes um so I can't wait and as Steve said he's like 
we were talking before the show and Steve's like, oh, so they're digging the hole. So you're going to have an idea because your theater's in the basement. And I'm like, uh-huh. We'll have, we're weeks away from being able to say we're standing inside the next theater because that foundation is going to be going up within the next two, depending on inspections, two to three weeks. So we're moving quick, moving quick. So we'll be able to, I can't wait to be able to bring pictures like that for you guys and be able to say, here's the walls. This is the theater. This is the area. Uh, and it'll be fun watching it progress from there. So yeah. I want to see a TV balance on a cardboard box and you sat on some sort of, you know, plastic, uh, plastic container for the yeah. film. It's got to be Depot bloodshot, bucket. obviously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I've already got, I've got tons of Home Depot buckets. So we'll yeah. be doing All right, well, there we go. That's it. First yeah. viewing. Yeah. You should put them on some of them on little planks so you can have stadium buckets. <laughs> oh, don't tempt me. Don't tempt me. Well, it's on a slope anyway. You never know. You know I know. <laughs> it's like just work at stadium seat and working right yeah. into it. Done. All right. We ready to get to um, home theater experiences mm-hmm. from this week and some yeah. other experiences really and news? One. Just the first one. Do you want to quickly just do that then before we get into the home? Yeah, theater? yeah. We're going to do that as soon as we get in. As soon as we get in. You ready, Steve? Are you ready? Are you ready? Ready? Yeah. You can keep talking, you know, with this new open that we got going here now. Oh, All right. hear us. <laughs> oh yeah, they can hear us. I, 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 hey, always tweaking, always tweaking. Mm. Uh, big news this week, right? The Abyss mm. in 4K. And, um, I don't know if Paul hurts in the chat. But, uh, no, no, I'm sorry. John, Paul, Paul said a couple things in there. Uh, John Thompson schooled some people today and, um, listening to the people talk about film grain and issues and this and that. And it's like, I, I bit my tongue. It hurt, but I bit my tongue listening to people because it all starts with why do people like, Cameron and Lucas and they start, they all want to have, they want to get rid of the grain. Why do they want to ruin their films like that? That's like saying, why do they paint in oil or why do, that's what they want. <laughs> and then John Thompson did his little thing to, did you see that one, Steve? About I film grain and what it, day, so I haven't had oh, to it was of. awesome. It was, he's like, this is what film grain is. And he goes, boom, boom, boom. Done. I think that's what the end of his tweet or something like that. But it's like, in, I don't want to get into the nitty gritty like he can, but he basically just said, it's like film grain isn't inherent in anything. It's not supposed to be there. And they, you know, it's something that happens in the transition or what, I don't want to get into it. But it was like, people are complaining that things don't have enough of something that's not supposed, might not supposed to be there in the first place. Or even if a director or whoever, the artist doesn't want it there, then that's their choice. Mm. But it's like, it's funny that we've all been begging for the abyss for so long and now here it comes and everybody's all upset that it's not going to be the way they want it. It was always going to happen like that. I mean, you were always going to get that. That's the next frontier, isn't it? Now give me the abyss. Oh, I've got it. Brilliant. Oh, I don't like the way that looks. (laughs) It it was ever going to be thus. Right. How it works, isn't it? You know, no one can just, oh, my God, we're so glad. Thank you, Mr. Cameron. Thank you, Mr. Cameron. It's now got to be, oh, there was a shot at the 60-minute mark that lasted for two seconds, and it looked a bit dark. Or God forbid it was shot in Spain. Well, hey, let's not not go there. (laughs) Hey, it's uh, it's the film of the year. Spain's biggest export. The the covenants. (laughs) 
Did you, so, trailer, did you see the trailer that they put up for it on on? Oh yeah. Uh, no, I didn't watch it on Twitter. There was too much compression, but I watched it on uh, on YouTube, and uh, it looked absolutely awesome. It yeah. really does look good. Yeah. Um, I yeah, just hope the film holds up because I haven't seen it since you know it's DVD non anamorphic days, and I'm just hoping the film is still good. And I'm not 100 percent sure it will be. But really, will, what the story? Yeah. You don't think it'll hold up? I just, I'm not sure. I, I don't know. I'm not sure if things have moved on so much since then, whether it'll be, well, it'll be hokey. I, I don't know. I, I genuinely It don't is know. the special edition version, yes. right? Yeah, and I good. think, yeah. I think what's going to be fun is like, this came out, what, like 90, I think. So it came out before T2, which came out in 91. Um, so I think that like there were, what, the cinematic version had like the ending cut off of it and they, they actually changed the storyline a little bit because they left out a bunch of the story, which is all a, okay. Oh, 89. Okay. Um, so I think that the, the true special edition version that tells you the whole story and it's, it's all about, you know, saving the planet. And mm. your climate change and what you're do, what we're doing to the planet. And this was back in 1989. This has been an ongoing thing forever. And I think, I think it's going to play really well, to be yeah, honest with you. I hope so. I mean, I'll buy yeah. it day one. I mean, I don't, you know, it doesn't matter. I'm not, I'm not going to go and see it in theaters. I will, mm. I will wait for 4K. I want to see it at home properly. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, I, yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to it. That trailer looked, made it look amazing. Um, yeah. and of course, what will, what won't have changed is is the the general look of the film because of course it was all shot practically apart from mm-hmm. the you know the various um uh morphing effects and all that but otherwise it's practical shooting you know they're underwater they're in these these environments so that should all look amazing um, yeah. so that will be will be very cool but yeah i mean i'm in i'm in for it i'm buying it you know oh john is in the chat hi john um i will be oh there we go straight away no no two ways about it sorry john can you guys again um so yeah, so John Thompson said what people do is confuse DNR with grain management, and yeah. a lot of people do DNR, which is so so wrong as it's designed for digital noise. There you go, right? Um, but there we go. So yeah, it, 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 I, I can't wait for it. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, yeah, and with any luck, this will be the first of a number of movies because presumably well, it's Disney that are releasing it, rather than Fox. Obviously, Fox belong to Disney, so presumably hmm. it's a Disney release. So yeah, now. Part of them beginning to properly mine their back catalogs. Um, feel forgive the expression, bearing in mind, you know, mining and Cameron and all this stuff. Um, but, um, but so hopefully they're really you can check that one off your joke list. Yeah, that's it done. That's it. Pun, <laughs> gone. Um, so, so yeah, pun, pun done. Um, pun, pun, pun and done. <laughs> it's going to be a long day. Um, let me ask you, let me ask John this. Did you have the laser disc, John? Um, I think I did. Day. I don't remember. It's hard. Did everyone have that if you've got a laser display. I, I'm, sure I'm sure I did. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure I did. And it was monomorphic, the, wasn't it, Teach? Well, yeah, that's what I was going to get to. Oh, it's okay, okay. this was one of those movies that back in the day. This and I can't wait. I saw the trailer, and the trailer is in Cinemascope, right? What mm-hmm. like two thirty five, whatever. The whole trailer is like that. I'll be interested to see what he does with this because this was. The first movie that I read about that when Cameron shot this, it was actually shot with the like a four by three frame so that he would have more to do it, be able to to utilize it 
in editing, right? But it also, another thing that he said back then was when you didn't have to go to pan and scan because he had all the information right there. So if you wanted to put it out in a four by three, like on VHS or something, you didn't have to do pan and scan because it was already shot and we'll just give you everything that was there. And I was like, oh, that's back then I was like, wow, that's super interesting because you can have, you can have, you know, letterbox, you could have this or that. What does that translate to today? If all that information was there and he, and, and Cameron, much like Nolan is, he loves this stuff. He loves to, to manipulate all of these things with us as, you know, to us, but that's like the artist in them. What, what are we going to get? Do we get a um, variable aspect ratio of the abyss, which has never been seen before? Do we get it in CinemaScope or do we get it in the big wide? I don't, we don't know, but nobody's talking about that. Everybody's so concerned with film grain. We don't know what they're going to do. And it's like, you know, Maverick, I remember when that was advertised, it was CinemaScope. It was like a 235, if you know, big widescreen. We, all the trailers for were like that. And then we get into the theater and it was like, whoa, look at this. So who knows where we're going with this one? So, mm. um, well, John, uh, John says it's cropped to 239. Now, if anyone's going to know, it'll be John. Um, yeah. So, so perhaps that's what they've done. I mean, I personally, I'd rather have it in that scope anyway, because that's, that's, ultra wide isn't it um because 235 to 239 is, is is wider again and i i think that that would look amazing like that but yeah minus photography but um oh okay there we go so john yeah, says, so, oh i just did it too yeah. oh. Oh, you, you, do, you it. do it steve go go okay, you go okay, right. and yeah there you go um so yeah so if the effects only go to 221 then then you know i suppose that there is a certain amount he's going to have to do right um but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm quite happy to have it ultra wide. It's just one of those films that needs to be seen that way. Um, oh yeah, it'll be and Paul's saying he wasn't super happy about having to go scope on some shots, one in particular, and those are, I mean, and it could be that that special effects part, right? But it's like I do remember reading way back when it's like that it was shot that in a specific way so that they'd have more options in editing, more options on you know. Mm. Uh, when you go to physical media and stuff. So, um, but yeah, it, it should be cool. And I mean, it's, it's a movie we've been waiting for a long time. I, I know I'm not going to be disappointed there. There's no way. Yeah. There's no way. Well, in Cameron, uh, we trust. Um, yeah. And I mean, we, we've had two recent, I mean, the, both of the Avatar movies, especially the first one being remastered in 4K, looked gorgeous. So if he's done something similar to this and taking that level of care over it, then it should be absolutely mm -hmm. amazing. And at least, yeah. and as you said, these at the beginning, if nothing else, at least we know it's Cameron's version. It's what yeah. he wants you to see. Yeah. And if that means there are, there are variation in shots and there's some stuff that looks a bit strange, well, that's what he wants you to see. And that's all there is to it. Right. And the fact that he's coming out with, I mean, he's promoting this. He's saying this is what, see it the way it should be seen because I, there's what multiple generations now that have never seen this, never mind in a theater. Right. So it's you're I can't wait for people to see it, but I, I'm going to try to get to the theater to see it. But if I can't, I'm, I am I can't wait to get this at home. And that that was the other thing on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. See, look, now we're not getting it till 2024. I'm like, how do you know this could come out for Christmas Day? 
That's still, and even if it doesn't come till 2024. That's November. I know. I'm like, that's <laughs> a month now. after the release date. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. it's not like we're in like COVID and they're going, not yeah. till 2024. It's like, that's a month away from the release <laughs> yeah. of this. I'm like, relax, people. <laughs> well, if you think we get Titanic in December, you're going to get a camera yeah. moving, you know, in December and you're going to get one in January, February, then like, what's to be unhappy about? Well, Nothing. It's like, <laughs> so fun. I love it. I love it. Uh, but, and that's why I just like keep my mouth shut on social media and I just come here and go, they're all idiots. <laughs> I can't wait another month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they just can't wait to pick on it. It's like, it's going to be wrong. I can't wait to get my hands on it. Oh, God, I'm so sorry I got my hands on it. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna have, it's gonna be the same as you know with yep. the Exorcist again. You know, again back to that in terms of well, yeah. I didn't like how that that shot looked. I didn't like how this shot looked. And there'll be the usual suspects on YouTube, Twitter, giving it all this stuff about how you know, oh, that's not the way it looked when I saw it back in 1989. Yep. You're like, well, you remember that, do you? Um, you know, yeah. so we'll we'll see. But I I just can't wait to get my hands on it and see it. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I just hope, as I say, it's still a good film. Um, we'll see. I mean, it was it was enough for Ed Harris to have nearly given his life for. So I think we, oh, yeah. uh, we owe it to him to enjoy it. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Not, uh, last thing, uh, John Thompson is saying in the chat, um, early, like around Easter, springtime, mm-hmm. from what he knows. He said, yeah. from what I know, it's on disc earlier Easter. So uh, looking forward to that. That will mm-hmm. be so much fun. So And talking about... Your movies coming digital. You move on to the picture there. Um, obviously, I shared that video earlier of Chris Nolan and Oppenheimer. Yeah. Him talking mm-hmm. about uh, how uh, important to him the home video release is, and that he's been working on it for months. Mm. Um, and uh, and and you've got to love the fact that he said, "Yeah, it'll be on physical media. You can put it on your shelf, so no evil streaming service can come and take it from you." <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, I mean, he's doing everything he can to promote, you know, physical media and people purchasing this stuff for, to keep it and and again it's like it, I really feel like 4K this is I, I I don't think I could have said this at any other time but it's like we're there like 20 30 years from now it's still going to be it's not like you can't play a laser disc today it just doesn't work it, it I mean they, it, it it's the resolution's not very good and it's hard to upscale it but we're at the point now that even 24, I mean, say we have new passive 3D and that's a new technology, but what we're seeing in on the screen now, it's like it's beyond anything beyond this is beyond our perception of resolution. So we should be fine going forward. That, and if you have these on your shelf, you'll still be able to play them and see them at the same quality that we're seeing now. Whereas when I take my laser discs and put them up there, I have to actually go back and put it onto a 32-inch television with 480 lines of resolution to get any kind of, like, value out of it to go, all right, that's what I saw, and that would be sad to see. Yeah. So, well, of course, Paul demoed one for us, didn't he, on the um, on the Yeah. Live, the, on the, yeah. Yeah, fair play. That was pretty funny. <laughs> so, um, you know, every now and then, pigs fly. There's an opportunity for things to happen that you never thought could happen again. Right, guys? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Did anybody, anybody doubt me? (laughs) No. (laughs) Not you, just the technology. (laughs) 
Yeah. 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 So See. maybe Bloodshot will be the first movie to come out in passive 3D, and I could buy it then too. But I think I might have. Uh, now am I at the limit? I don't know. I'll never say never. Never say never. Um, I think it was it last Tuesday, like what, right after we recorded. This is I sent yeah, it I to you so. guys. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I did it. Uh, yep. I bought another copy of Bloodshot. I now am the proud owner from uh, Sony Pictures Core on the PS5, which is also available on the PS4 as well. Um, you can download these movies. Uh, you can see I got it up here. I, I, I got it for the low, low price of 1274 because we're, you know, the whatever member you are, my son is a <clears throat> member of, and I just downloaded it, uh, to, to the, PS4. It still still streams, but it's a higher bit rate. Um, and uh, let me let me just go through the trials and tribulations of it. So I compared it to my Kaleidoscape version, and I, I didn't grab an image, but I also compared it to the streaming. So we're going to call that the the one is the Kaleidoscape, the two is the Apple TV, and the four is the PlayStation. So I compared those that we'll call it the one, two, four comparison. And as Brett says, do you end up at an X where you don't know the difference? I'm going to tell you, let the cat out of the bag. Uh, spoilers, everything. There's a difference in all three. All right. Um, but there's also something along with the process too that I, uh, that I found interesting. Um, right up front, physical is still better. It's, it is clearly, you know, the better format, less, you know, it, it looks clearer. It, the sound is better. Um, but in the middle of this, and I said to you guys, I texted you guys, I'm like, Oh my God. I'm like, this, I, I was expecting it to be at least as good at streaming. And it wasn't, it wasn't even as good as streaming. And I'm like, all the reports I've been hearing about Sony, you know, Bravia Core for years and years and years. And I'm like, this sounds like it's a good idea. It sounds like it could be the future, whatever that maybe they masked, they did something. Mm, it, it looked horrible. I, I'm not sorry. It didn't look horrible. It didn't look as good as a stream and it didn't sound as good as a stream. And all the sound, what did I say to you guys? I go, it was boomy and it came off the front wall. Like the dialogue was like heavy and in front of me, not to the screen. And I watched like half the movie like this and I accidentally bumped the PlayStation remote and bloop, up popped a menu. And I was like, what the hell? Now, meanwhile, I was checking. I checked. I'm like, I've got Atmos because I went into the Sony PlayStation. Joe and I, we activated the Atmos. We did all of that. And on my on my receiver, it's telling me I'm seeing Atmos and this is what I'm seeing. I'm like, okay. But the, the movie itself has its own set of codecs, just like any Blu-ray does, right? You have to go in and choose the Atmos. And I was like, oh my God. So I'd done all these ABs like halfway through the movie between the three of them. And then you find out and like, oh, okay. There is an Atmos track for it. It doesn't default to it. And if you're not in the Atmos track, the Sony's pumping out Atmos or it's doing its thing. So you think you're getting Atmos. I was like, Ugh. anyways, once everything was cleared up, it is the, the picture is still the same. That didn't change anything, right? Picture is 
I would say it's it's equal to streaming quality. It's not as good as physical. The audio is much closer to physical on this. That's the big bump. It is it is really nice, and it is a bump over stream. I mean, it's a decent bump over streaming to the point that I think this what Sony's done here with their Bravia Core. Oh, there goes John. Must John have- just. John just fell out. He is having tech tech issues tonight. Yeah, yeah. Um, So what Sony has done here is, I think they've got they've they've brought this to like how we've always said like the streaming streaming sound has major compression. They're saving space here and they're giving us a quality video image because everybody has a big TV and you know, or not a big TV, but everybody has a decent TV so that they can appreciate the difference. Um, but the audio here is really, is where I, they've removed a lot of the compression or you get the benefit of the Bravia core. Um, the, the issue is though, it's, it's all Sony stuff. That's all. Did you have a chance yeah. to play around with this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I did. I did, you know, um, just shortly after the, when I first got the Atmos, um, upgrade, I had a little look at Elysium and I had mm-hmm. a little look at, uh, was it Black Hawk Down? I think it was as well. I had a, I had a look at a couple of them, and 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 it, it is exactly as you say. I mean, I thought, well, well, maybe this will be like kaleidoscaping. It says mm-hmm. IMAX. It says 4K HDR. I mean, it, this this should be amazing. And I I put it on, and and especially Elysium, um, and I just thought, Do you know what, I I would rather have the disc, and you know, it, it it's fun to mess around with it, but I'm not about to curate a collection on this. Because, of course, Sony also, I'm sorry to say, have a history of removing content and just shutting the store down, and then you lose the lot. You know, there's no, yeah. you're not, there's no backup like Kaleidoscape. You know, they shut the store, that it's all gone. So, um, yeah, no, I, I mean, fun to play with, fun to have a little mess around with, but not anything that I'd want to spend uh, any time, especially not any money on. Um, yeah, and and, it, and and when you, I'm a PlayStation Premium and or whatever it's called, and so all these movies you get for free, you get loads it's all of them. There, yeah, Elysium is one of them. Yeah, and Elysium and thing and that is one of them, and it and and so I didn't have to pay, but I w- still wouldn't wouldn't choose that over uh, over my my physical copy, as I think I said a couple of weeks ago. Um, but it, you know, it's fun to have a little play around with, but yeah, I, I wouldn't go spending any time on it or money on it. Um, yeah. You know, because they've they've got history of doing it. They did it with their PlayStation Store, didn't they? A little while back. Well, um, hey John, you okay? Hey John. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> hey, okay. And you are having having tech. I've been issues, having problems mostly. since we started. Like I'm, yeah. I'm not seeing any of the chat. Po- I'm not seeing anything on screen either, except for us. So I don't oh. know. Maybe okay. hopefully that's hopefully it'll be better now. Hmm. Um, no, yeah, so I, I, it's, a, it's a gimmick. Is, is how I'd look at it, Deej. And, and, you know, I don't think it's with- a gimmick. I don't think it's a gimmick. It's it, like, so mm. I had in our, in our Zoom chat, I'll, we had a little discussion. Paul was in there and Paul, Paul Hurt, that is, he was in the Zoom chat and he happened to read like the, the fine print of like mm. Bravia Core stuff. And he's like, you only, you only get it for two years. I don't know if that's the case on this situation. Like you only own the stuff for two years. There was a whole bunch of stuff and they have disclaimers in there saying it's only as your streaming service could dip. It could, you're still subject to all the issues that streaming has with, with the Bravia core. But one of the things we all agreed on, like when Bravia core first came out, it was basically a way to get the best possible content to those Bravia televisions to show it off. It really wasn't meant as a streaming service. And now they're 
they're doing and that and that's why you can only get Sony. You can only it you can or Sony pictures or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's to show off the Sony televisions, which which is great. But I think it's also another way, and this is why to get to your point of like gimmicky. I don't think it's gimmicky because mm-hmm. they're they're doing something better than what we're getting now, and it's so they're they're developing a you know basically a technology that could play in the future, right? This could mm-hmm. be adapted by somebody like an Apple, where their your entire iTunes library could get the benefit of something like this. Right. Mm. So that, that's why I wouldn't say it's gimmicky, but it's a good yeah. sign of things to come. Right. Yeah. And, well, it, the, yeah. Good. The reason I was saying gimmicky, it's it, gimmicky more to what, uh, or to me particularly then it just felt like a gimmick. It's just something to play with five minutes and then never go back to it again. Um, you know, unless, unless Sony start saying, you know, well, actually we're going to release our content on this first. So you're going to get this before Kaleidoscape. You're going to get it, you know, before physical. You're going to get it, you know, if they, if they go that route, it might become more interesting. But at the moment, it's stuff that's already out and it's things that, that, that is already better on physical media. But if they release Gran Turismo, you know, two weeks after the cinema and said, Oh, you can now see it on Bravia Core, or, you know, or Sony Pictures Core on your PlayStation 5 then that might have been more something that would have at least been more interesting to me. But as it yeah. is at the moment, it's it's older movies or movies that are already out on physical media, and I'd rather have those from the the, the tests that I've done. And we're going to talk about one a bit later on. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, so, yeah. yeah and if, but if you're doing like uh, having like, well, my son-in-law does mostly streaming. Rich Keefe last week we're talking about he does mostly streaming. Instead mm. of going out and buying all of those discs, if you want to try this out and you have a Sony PS5 and you want to see what the upgrade could be, see if your system um, if your system can show off the difference, cause that, that's one of the other things, like, and I'm not picking on anybody's system, but if you have a smaller screen and a small set, smaller surround setup, you might not be able to pull out the finer details that are enhanced by having a larger system and a larger screen. So if you watch some, if you pull up the Sony Bravia Core version of something and compare it to what you get on streaming, you might be like, that's exactly the same. That's great. Then that that's not a fault of your system. That's not a fault of anything. It just means like, you know, it, it's a lot of this stuff is meant for the larger scale and that's where you get to see and hear the differences. So it, it mm. you know, that's, that's part of it. So it could save people some money from being like, oh, I'm going to invest in all this physical media, which if you haven't started yet, I'm like, by the time you know and can see the difference, phys- streaming might have caught up to physical media by then. <laughs> mm. So, um, but yeah, so we got some, uh, some, yeah, some stuff in the chat here about Bravia Core, about, um, big issues going on. So there's a lot of good stuff in there. We got, uh, well, I, I meant to highlight it. Uh, Apple 3D. Yeah. John's right there. Uh, Apple mm-hmm. just dumped a bunch of 3D film in the store last week. Um, uh, yeah. So, um, a lot of this here is, I want to, here, I'll pull the image down too. Uh, let me jump on this right now. Um, Mosin, uh, you want to think it might be new, new this week. Yep. Sorry, yep. Ryan Mosin. Mosin. Uh, so he says, hi guys, I have a Yamaha AVR V2085 and Eclipse RP line and dual SVS PB 3000s running 524. Is the power amp, uh, makes a big difference. Uh, will I feel more change if I invest more money towards a new AVR? Um, 
you want to email, you can either email me that and I'll comment on that in my, in our chat that I do at once a month. I'll, I do a whole thing where I talk about everybody's emails or I would direct you to AV rant and, uh, just hit up avrant.com. You'll find them on iTunes or whatever in every, all their podcasts. They answer those. They'll tell you exactly what you need to do. And if, if you have a great system, they'll be like, don't waste your money. That's where they get the rant from. That's my buddy Tom. Um, but we do mostly scenes here. Um, I would need to actually look a little bit closer at the AVR 2085 and see what you need. I mean, I can answer that. And if you want to email me, DJ at brightsidehometheater.com and it'll be in, uh, the last takeover Tuesday of the month. Um, that's when I do all those questions and comments. So, but hey, thanks. Thanks, uh, Mosin for joining in. Mm. And, um, but yeah, definitely check out AV Rant because Rob H over there will break all of that down for you. Mm. He'll take probably 20 minutes just to tell you what you need to do and how you can get the most improvements out of your system. So, mm. but uh, don't, don't, don't go there just yet. Yeah, have, stay yeah. right here. Stay with us because we're going to tell you all the scenes you can use to show off your system, whether it's that one or a new one or whatever do. you're yeah. doing. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even talk about my tweak of the week yet. No, I'll, I'll do that. I'll do that. I'll save that for the end. It is good. <laughs> it is really good. Um, but yeah, so, uh, we got uh, lots of good comments in here. Please, if you're just listening to this, go to the chat every now and then and, uh, check out all the comments. I mean, you can't, I mean, how do I not show this one? Paul Hart, I think DJ is on the money here. End of story. Good night, everybody. Done. <laughs> no, he said, but um, wait to see what happens with AV1, which is a codec uh, that may change it or a streaming codec. That is. So lots of stuff going on, a lot of technical stuff going on there. Um, mm. All right. What are we getting to next? Oh, did you, are you ready for this one, John? You know, I know you can't see anything, but. Well, I, I can now. It, it seems oh, to be cool. working, so. All right, mm. cool. Uh, let's, let's get to this then. This is another hot subject. The oh, yeah. Marvels now playing only in theaters. Get your tickets now. Uh, Steve, did you get a chance to see it? Nope. Okay. <laughs> and I'm not planning to either until it comes on Disney Plus. I really? think, I, yeah, okay. yeah, this doesn't, this doesn't really interest me that much, I'm afraid. I have, I had fun with it. John? I liked it a lot. Yeah. Mm, I mean, I, it may be great, yeah. and and you know that's. Fine, I'd buy the I'd, disc, I'd, Steve. If I was you, had, yeah. Well, well, I'll, yeah. I'll see Disney Plus because it'll be on that first. Then I'll get the disc more mm. than likely. Yeah. But it, it, I know what the ending is. I know what the end credit sequence is. That's been spoiled, and right. I was not a big fan of the Ms. Marvel TV show. Um, I like Captain Marvel. Don't get me wrong. The, the you know the, the mm-hmm. original one was great, but I, I, wild horses can't seem to drag me to the cinema at the moment, and this is kind of. One of those. <laughs> yeah, it's, I had a blast with it. Uh, Jen and I went and saw it Sunday afternoon. Um, and it was, I had texted John and asked him if he had, what he thought. I thought, I think I saw that you'd seen it. Oh yeah, you put it in the notes. And I'm like, mm. what'd you think? And he was like, he's like, I, I have fun with it. Um, and then I was like, all right, I'll try to see it. Jen and I, I don't know if you saw the tweet, but we took the picture in front of the poster and I'm like, what the hell? We walked all around the theater to find a poster for this and I couldn't yeah. find it. Mm. I forgot it was coming and John and I had a little conversation about that. I'm like, I don't know if it's me and my mind's been focused elsewhere and I'm missing mm. this stuff because this isn't the first movie it's happened with, but it kind of like snuck up on me. So I wasn't ready to like put it into my schedule to go see it. And then somebody in the, somebody in on Twitter, I, I forget, I apologize, forget who, but they were like, 
you got to remember the promotion for this movie was like non-existent yeah. because mm-hmm. they were all on strike. Right. And they couldn't. So it's like, and I was like, oh yeah, you forget that part. And it's still, in my opinion, you take that information in, it still did fairly well. I mean, you're going to get your, your detractors and I won't even approach that subject, but, um, I thought it was a lot of fun. I think the home theater experience is going to be a blast. I saw it, we happened to see it in 3D with Atmos, the, the best theater that we can see it in with the good 3D, good sound. Uh, I thought the 3D really enhanced it. I don't know, John, you just saw it in regular 4K. Yeah, I don't, right? I don't do 3D. Right. But, um, yeah, I saw it. But you, you know, the scenes I'm talking about, there's a lot there where depth perception in this particular movie can really enhance it a little bit. But I cannot wait to see this at home in 4K, the HDR. Um, one of the things, some of their star fields, oh, they looked so good. Like the stars had all different colors. It's not, I mean, you could really make that out and it looked really nice. I can't wait to see what it looks like in, in our theaters. Um, and I thought the story was a lot of fun and it play it, it, it could pay off big time moving forward and making things fun, entertaining, exciting. Um, I, I think it's fun. John? Hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought the story was a little shallow, honestly. Um, but the movie was super fun. Uh, Iman Vellani definitely stole the movie for me. I thought she was great. Um, oh, yeah. You know, I mean, it, it, you know, she was again, the Steve, perfect if you fan boy, girl, yeah, whatever, right? If you it didn't like Miss awesome. Marvel, mm. you know, I mean, she's a big part I, of this I, movie. So, um, yeah, it's not so much I didn't like it. It's, it's I didn't think it was for me. I didn't right. think it was, it was made for a much younger audience. It and was. I, and mm. so I struggled with it, with that, and I never finished it. Um, yeah. and so that was enough. For, and so when I heard this was coming, I, it didn't get my juices flowing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I said, I definitely thought she was the best part of the movie. Um, and like I said, it's a lot of fun. There was, there was one or two scenes I could have done without, um, you know, not everything resonated with me a hundred percent, but, um, but yeah, it's just, it's a fun movie. You know, I don't, I don't know when the MCU took such a comedic bent, um, as it has in the last, yeah, really Mm. since Endgame, it seems like, we're a lot more comedy driven um, yeah. with the MCU. Um, and I think in some properties it works better than others. This one, it's, it was fun and it worked. I think it worked better than like something like Thor love and thunder, which I didn't think it worked very well with. Um, but yes. these, these characters, this, this movie, it, it, it felt more. Mm. Uh, and yeah, like I said, it's, you know, I mean, it's not the Godfather or anything, but it, it was good. You mean it's not Transformers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it may be better in your theater than the Godfather. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I will um, definitely see it, guys. I'll yeah. see it, as I said, Disney Plus and then on disc. I'm not, I, I'm not going to go to the cinema to see it. I, I just, right. I, I, I yeah. think I may be the person and that he's feeling this Marvel fatigue to a certain extent. I mean, I, I never got beyond 20 minutes of Secret Invasion. I haven't seen any of Loki season two and I can't seem to get any enthusiasm yeah. to see it, even though I've got time this week, but I'm not going to, I don't think. I'm feeling the fatigue, <laughs> fellas. And I, I think he's like, I got time, so I'm going to do a puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to watch Christmas movies. Come on, these we've already established. Hey, yeah, there you go. So it's, it's, it, I just, I am feeling the Marvel fatigue. 
I'm afraid. And I liked, you know, I liked Doctor Strange, you know, in the Multiverse of Madness. I like, I was the one who liked Quantumania. Um, it was just me. Um, one. Whereas I liked it. Now, yeah, well, quite, uh, but I'm now feeling. <laughs> we know that, Deej. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I'm, and, and again, it didn't help that I had the, the end credit scene spoiled. Um, and so then, because that was the, oh, well, maybe that'll be good. But now I know what it is. It's like, okay, well, I don't need to now. Um, I might yeah. as well just wait. Because there's nothing in this, as far as I know, that dramatically turns the MCU on its head. No, so but it doesn't need to, though. Right? Not every movie no, 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 needs not to that. do that. No, yeah. no, that's true. But I'm not, but then, but to drag me to the cinema to see it. It, mm. it would need to do it with this particular right. type of story. I, it would have to turn the MCU on its head to me, make me think, well, I have to see it. And because I know that it doesn't, it's like, well, okay, well, I can wait. And, that, and yep. that's what I'll do and, yep. you know, and see it in, the, in March, April, whenever it hits uh, Disney Plus and, and then physical disc. Yeah. I almost um, did the same yeah. thing, but I'm glad I didn't because it, it, mm. was, it was a lot of fun. And, I mean, generally liked it too. Um, and, again, like, I mean, it'll be fun to get it at home and see it in that, that I don't think I'll get back to the theater to see it in just, you know, 4k without the 3d. So it'll be fun to get it at home and be like, Oh, okay. Here we, you know, see what it, see it in it, uh, um, in its correct environment. So, uh, I couldn't find the email address, DJ. Uh, yeah, the email address, I'll, I'll actually type it in the chat too, but it's, uh, DJ at, bright side uh i get this problem a lot especially i'll, I'll give this out especially for the construction of the house because it's this one i know it's rock solid and i get it and they spell theater wrong but it's bright side well theater. how are they spelling theater deej are we the sure correct it's way. the the british way re oh good well good <laughs> yeah. good okay. no <laughs> that's that's wrong and that's just it so it's dj at bright side home theater and it's t-h-e-a-t-e-r so wrong, so, then. So wrong. It's, so it's, it's wrong depending on what side of the pond you're on. Right. <laughs> and when, and Steve, when we're trying to give out this information that's it's already wrong. confusing, <laughs> let's not hey. confuse them more. It's, it's on the shirt. It's on the shirt. It's on the oh, shirt. Yeah. There you go. It's on the shirt. Yeah. It's on the website. It said the links are in the shows. <laughs> um, but yeah. So DJ at brightsidehometheater.com. So yeah, just you can send the question there and I'll, uh, I'll take a look. Let, let the record uh, show, Deej. John says that it's spelt wrong. <laughs> John being an Anglo and European I file, spell everything knows. wrong. So it's like I, and I'm used to my wife. I, I've been corrected on things I say and I spelled it wrong. Aluminium. <laughs> aluminium. Yeah, aluminium. Well, it's like, oh, boy. Let's uh, not start the Z and Z thing again. <laughs> oh, how about our new listener on YouTube criticizing the man that hates I inaccurate? Uh, the irony was just so rich. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what say, we're discussing. Steve no. knows it. I don't. Which um, one? Somebody on YouTube was calling you out for a fake oh, accent. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I, it's, I, I thought the I, irony was so great because – Steve hates movies that have bad accents in them. <laughs> Steve's is a hundred percent authentic, and they're like, "Stop doing your fake Australian accent. That's not an Australian accent." I'm like, "You're right. It isn't." He's not doing one. <laughs> I, I was. It I was awesome. Sure. I love it. 
Yeah, I wasn't about to engage with that because I wasn't no. sure whether it was a joke or not. I couldn't quite work out if it was just- Right. I don't know if he was just joking because we did talk about accents and the Boston mm. accents being ag- – so he yeah. might have just been joking, which I thought was hysterical. And it's like mm. that's the only reason I brought it up. And it's like – I thought, but I did think it was pretty funny. Yeah, I saw it and was like, what? Um, so I, <laughs> like, I didn't engage with that. And neither – whoever it was that was engaging with it, they just put end of – <laughs> yeah, and he's on he's in Australia. He's like yeah, he's yeah, he's one of our listeners in Australia too. So that was pretty funny. It was really good. It's a I comment on YouTube, stuff. John. It was on one of the YouTube videos. Yeah, I have to look at yeah. Someone said I've got a fake Australian accent. I said, Well that's pretty yeah. good. I'm a kid. I'm a New Zealander. That's someone yeah. said in there. He's a Kiwi, lives in England. What? He's a New Zealander that's lived in multiple different countries, so his accent's mm. gonna be tainted anyways. It's like it's like Blow anybody's Blow his mind when I start speaking in Spanish. Um, <laughs> mine too. With an Australian accent. <laughs> <laughs> I've never even tried that. I'm not even sure yeah. what it is. <laughs> That's a great question. The, the other language, you must have accents in other languages too, right? Yeah, I always just get them in ink. Yeah, yeah. So. There are seven different dialects in mainland Spain. I just, yeah, I speak English, but with a stupid accent. Because I'm stupid. <laughs> but there were, I mean, particularly where I was in Spain, down in Andalusia, they speak in a, in a very different way. And they, 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 the Spanish liken it to Cockney, like over in here. So we, certain parts of London have different accents to other parts. Right. And, uh, and so where I grew up in the south of Spain and Andalusia, they speak it in a very different way. Um, Castellano Spanish is uh, fish in Spanish is pescado. Okay. But in, but down in the south of Spain, they say pecao and it's the same thing. So it's there are it's really yeah it's really strange. Spanish right side home theater. Right side home theater language lessons. All right. <laughs> Steve, are you ready? Are you ready for your home theater? Your first si. one, I think, right? See. Si. I got that. I, I I took three years of Spanish and that's all I, I think that's all I learned. Um that and senor. All right. Senor. I know my name what? isn't Roberto. Because <laughs> I cheated on a test off the guy sitting next to me, and that's how they knew I cheated. Because, huh? Well, so what's going to say in fairness? My first two Spanish words were abierto and cerrado, which are open and closed, and that's because of Sesame Street. It was a, it was a store, and it had abierto and cerrado as the door opened and closed. And those are the first two words of Spanish I learned. Nice. <laughs> I still don't know. All right, <laughs> here we go. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so this then is the new here. I don't know if it's new over there or not. Probably not. Um, the new four- oh, Okay, all right. So the, okay. the new 4K edition of Batman Mask of the Phantasm in 4K, uh, uh, D- uh, 4K HDR, sorry, um, and uh, DTS 5.1. Más Bueno, si podemos hablar solamente en español, si lo quieres. Eso no es un problema para mí, si eso es mejor. Stop. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so. Chat just dropped my 30 people. No, I'm just oh, Again. <laughs> or we gained 30. That would be great. Yeah, it increased yeah, by yeah. a million, actually. It reached yeah. a Latin American following. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hey, man. It's oh. an untapped market, Deej. We had Coco last week. This week, <laughs> we could just drop back into yeah. it. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> um, so, back to back, man. Um, yeah, now, get this, chaps. Here's where you're going to be disappointed in me. Okay, brace yourselves, comic book men. Okay, <laughs> I've never seen this film before um, until yesterday. Never wow. seen it. 
Yeah, really? Now, yeah, exactly. Because this is the DC animated film, isn't it? Yeah. This is the one. If nothing else, if you, it doesn't matter whether you've seen Gotham by Gaslight or The Dark Knight, you know, Returns or, or yeah. any of those or Batman Ninja, you know, y- you've got to have seen this and you've got to love this. Um, and I haven't seen it until yesterday. This is the one that kicked um, off the series, right, John? I don't know. Yeah, I think it was sometime during the series. I don't think it kicked off mm. the series. Okay. I'm not 100% yeah. sure, but I think the I, yeah, series was yeah. already running when this when this movie came out. Mm. Yeah. Oh, cool, quite. So I, I, but I'd missed it. All these years I'd missed it. I didn't really see much of the animated series, in all honesty. I knew of it and I'd seen some of it, but not enough to be certainly not a completist. So I, I sat down yesterday. I had a little bit of time and I, and I thought time is short for the show. So I need to see something. Um, and this was an hour and 16 minutes. So I thought, Oh, this will do. So I, so I put it on having bought it a couple of weeks ago. Um, and again, Jordan, who's not in the chat tonight for reasons. Um, he, uh, he recommended this. So I picked it up. Um, and yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I can see why it's um, why it's quite iconic um, mm-hmm. in the way. Because I wasn't this the first time Hamill did the Joker? Isn't this the first time he dropped? I'd seen something about that ages ago. I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. It's- and so I can see why it's iconic. I can see why it is what it is. Um, and and I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Um, doesn't outstay its welcome. It's enjoyable enough. Um, and so that was good. Um, now now I think there's been some controversy about the picture quality. Now, of course, again, as often is the case with me, I've got no frame of reference for this because I've never seen it before. But I'd heard that the Blu-ray and the DVD was washed out or had been kind of was not a very good picture quality, um, whereas this has been fully remastered, I'm told. Um, and it looked really good for cell-drawn animation, which I assume mm. this is. Um, it still looks really good. There's quite a bit of noise and some grain in the image, but I think that's part of the, it's just inherent in the source, but it doesn't put you off. The colors leap off the screen. The, the black levels are really good. Um, it, it was enjoyable enough. I can't imagine it's looked better. Um, mm. so that was really good. And the audio on it was pretty decent. Bear in mind it was up mixed and you're relaxed. There was quite a lot of movement. Some of the, sa- the, the, the crowd scenes, you could hear conversations going on all around the room. Um, there was some quite nice stuff when the, when the fights begin. Um, yeah, I, I thought this was good. Again, bearing in mind no frame of reference. So I don't know whether, you know, whether this is how it sounded or not. It's been, the, if you click on the audio on this, there was, a, it says re- newly remastered audio or original theatrical audio so you can that's mm. literally how it's how it's referred to um and i listened to the remastered one because i wanted to hear it as good as i could um and yeah i thought it was was decent it's worth picking this up and i think if you're a fan of it and lots of people are then i think you'd be you know very happy with this um but presumably you guys are both big fans of this and have seen it a number of times i'm assuming I've seen it many times but i haven't seen it since vhs i mean i haven't owned it okay. since, oh really since vhs yeah i don't ah. think i ever had the dvd or the i mean i was watching this with my son when he was a kid and i mean mm. he's 31 mm. so i mean it's been a long time mm. Uh, mm. since i've seen this but well this should be one 94 something like that 90 is it how yes, old is it? No, I don't know. He was born in ninety two and so Yeah, yeah. It's I'll tell you now. Uh here we go. Hold. Please hold your call is important to us. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> mask, of mask of the Phantasm. I probably yeah. took him to the theater to see this, honestly. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure I ninety three. Yeah, well, that was the year I was married. Yeah. He would have only um, been one, so maybe I didn't, but <laughs> <laughs> suck him in. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I might have taken him to it anyways, but not for him to see it. Or, or there may have been a okay. reissue of this one, John. I mean, this could have been Maybe. reissued a number of times into theatres. Maybe. Um, yeah. It's that kind of film. You know, it's quite short as well. So you can see this on a Saturday. You can yeah. imagine this being on a matinee, you know, or a yeah. Saturday morning, you know, and that kind of stuff. Right. Um, so you could well have done. I've seen um, it a few times over the years, well, even we in this theater. Endlessly because yeah. he loved it. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it is. It's 93. The Batman, the animated series ran from 92 to 95. And yeah. so this is, oh. this was shortly after that, but I, maybe it was like after this, I remember when this got released and it was a big deal that it was going to theaters right. and we were all like, Oh wow. And it was based obviously on the animated series, which was really good. Uh, I think I'm pretty sure that Mark Hamill did, didn't he do the Joker in the animated series too? Well, he did, and that's why I don't know where it happened first. First, um, right. This would have been between seasons one and two, presumably, if it yeah. came out. And I think he appeared in season one of the series. Oh, okay. was probably the way in he's the introduced first. in this. Yeah. The yeah. way they kind of introduce him, it's almost like, look at what we've done. You know, it just, it, it's the way I, that yeah. they introduce him seems to be such a kind of, oh, it's the Joker, you know, that made me, and I thought I'd read it somewhere that it, this it was his be. first It may it, be. I, it's like, yeah. I forget because they, I, I've seen the animated series. That, the animated series just came out with their box set, what, two years, three years ago or something, John? Yeah. Yeah. That was a big deal. And I remember watching, I still have, Jen got it for me for Chris. I still have mine all wrapped up because I had bought it in the, you know, the individual versions too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it's a great series. I thought, and this movie I think is, it, it's kind of, it is iconic for the, you know, comic book fans and stuff because it did set off that all of their DC's animated series after the fact, like, Ooh, Oh, right. look at what we can do. And they have some of the best animated stuff. And they're all, like you said, Steve, they're all around 115, 120, you know, mm. for time. And uh, so it's it's really a you know quick little hit that you can you know do on a Saturday morning mm. if you want before you do anything else. But yeah, it's mm. it's really good. I haven't seen this one in 4K, but I have no, seen not. the Blu-ray version. I've seen it you know in my theater a mm. few times. So it's I worth really it'd be it. worth picking up when it when it comes. I mean, it'll be like like the other Warner's disc you bought recently, John. It'll be down to. Nine ninety nine very oh, quickly because sure. it's only yeah. this was only nineteen ninety nine when it came out here, um, yeah. and so I think you'll you know I, I think you'll be pleased with it. As I said, I can't imagine it looking better. Um, and I've and I've seen you know I've got Gotham by Gaslight, I've got Batman Ninja, which I really like by the way, um, and I've got um, you know Dark Knight Returns one and two, and I've got all those, and and I really like them. Um, and so that I'd miss this is a bit embarrassing to admit, um, but you know I've seen it now. Well, yeah, yeah. you've seen it, see it This is the way to see it. Yeah, yeah. See it at, a lot of these, as Steve At says, it streams on Max, right. which yeah. a lot they're all on Max now. Pretty this, much all of them. Yeah, they have. If you go on, like John and I subscribe to the uh, DC Universe, which was out before Max and or HBO Max streaming, and that had all of these in it. And it's, I mean, we, I love DC Universe and what they basically did is they took DC Universe and just, they did away with it and then put it all into, um, yeah, it became HBO like a Max. subcategory. Yeah. It's a subcategory now, but all of this stuff, you go on HBO Max and this stuff translates really well to streaming too. It looks pretty good. It's better than it looked when it was on cable in the nineties. 
So, um, you know, it is better to have it on disc, but it does, mm. if you want to get an idea, it, it does play really well on, uh, on Max. So. And wasn't the, wasn't the, the, the series, what did they released it on Blu-ray? Wasn't that one, three, three? Wasn't that because this is a one eight five? So this fills your screen. Yeah, well, so this was made for theaters, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. The other one, yeah, it is one three three on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's yeah, good mm-hmm. stuff. Just to stuff. see what you guys make, make of it if you do get it and see it, I'll be because you guys are the yeah, experts. Check it out. As I'm concerned, so it'll be, yeah. be interesting to see what you make of it. Hmm. Cool. Yeah. Um, all right. You ready, John, for yeah. yours? Yeah. For your next one, here we go. Yeah, what is it? It is uh, oh Transformers: mm-hmm. Rise of the Beasts. Um, so yeah, this was another nine dollar buy. Actually, it was eight eight seventy nine or something the so other quickly. day on Amazon. Yeah, so um, I I picked this up uh, knowing that you guys have already both talked about this on the show. Um, <laughs> but of course, this is the four K disc with Dolby Vision, Dolby Atmos. Um, this was better than the Godfather guys, I have to say. Um, <laughs> in your theater. <laughs> for my theater, yeah. I mean, this is just what you think it is, right? Like, you know, mm. it's it's a spectacle and it's awesome when it comes to sights and sounds and booms and colors scenes. and crashes. Yeah. yeah. And scenes. Screams. Um, Snows. You know, the movie's okay. I, I, I you know, wasn't sure what to expect because I'm not the biggest fan of the Transformers movies. Um, I did like Bumblebee. Um, mm. and so, um, I, for $8, I couldn't not buy this, right? There was no way to pass yeah. it up. And I, I enjoyed it. Like, I'll, I'll definitely watch it again. It's a great, like I said, it's a great home theater disc. Um, mm. it looks fantastic. It sounds fantastic. Um, and yeah, it's just a lot of fun. So, yeah, yeah. And it's, I mean, like John, uh, Steve, and I said when it when we talked about it, it's it's that nice blend of Bumblebee and the action of Transformers. It's right. actually, a, I feel like the story is a little bit has a little more substance to it, yeah. which I wasn't expecting when I saw right. it. You know, so did yeah, you I, want to say I'm something, a, Steve? Yeah, I'm, I'm, well, one, I'm amazed it's so cheap so quickly. Yeah, it was. Oh, this is a brand new release. I mean, how the heck does it drop so quick? That's incredible. Um, I just, I like, it took two I just, weeks to to come out too. It was only in theaters for a limited time, and then they're like, "Well, nobody was going." And that's the thing: nobody's buying them, nobody's going. Yeah, well, and then I mean, sudden, Best Buy just dropped all their Black Friday prices today. I just bought like ten more movies this morning. So. Mm. Uh, um, <laughs> well, Dungeons and Dragons, yeah, Dungeons and Dragons is down to ten bucks. Um, mm. uh, there was a bunch of them. I can't even remember all of them. Oh, Sisu, I got for like eleven ninety nine. Um, yeah, yeah, so I can't wait to see that. Um, yeah, a bunch of them. Some I've seen. Wanna... I haven't seen, seen it. it. No, I have oh. not seen it. Oh, you haven't John. seen Sisu? I thought, no, I was waiting I thought all disc. three of us. Saw no, I was waiting oh. for the disc. I haven't seen it. Oh, so. Man, oh, you lucky oh. man! Yeah. I want to be able to so. see that again for the first time. Yeah, so good. Looking it's forward up there to it. For me, it's up there with Evil Dead. Yeah, Rise. my brain, you could. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cocaine Bear, Sisu, they're the movies that will define 2023 yeah. for me. So, oh, you'll you'll love that. Yeah, I'm looking um, forward to it. That's your definition of 2023: Evil Dead so, Rise, Cocaine Bear, <laughs> in terms of bug nuts, you know, movies yeah. rather than right, films. Right. Then, then, oh yeah, 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 yeah. They're fun. Oh, hell yeah, they're all fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's going to be oh, controversy really? in our movies of the year <laughs> yeah. podcast come December. Really. There's going to be. I'm, I'm going to get invest in the the uh, you know the army helmet. 
um, ready for uh, when shots are fired. Right. No, <laughs> no. Um, all right. Th- this <clears throat> next one, we we did a we talked about it last week, but I think uh, yeah. we've we've all caught up. Um, so let's get this going because this is this is going to be a fun one. So. Uh, coming to the screen right now, we we have uh, blue. What is it? Blue eyed samurai. Blue eyed samurai. I almost said ninja. Blue eyed samurai. Yeah, blue it's blue eyes. Blue eyes. Samurai. Yeah. samurai. Yeah. Otherwise, blue eyed samurai. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have one episode left. Ah. Uh, so I have the final episode to go. Um, I even didn't want to get that far because I was enjoying one of these, like you want to kind of tease it out a little bit, let it last a little bit longer, but, um, very, very good. Uh, oh, yeah. story is really good, but mm. the Steve, you're the audio. I, mm. oh, yeah, I actually yeah. missed, I don't want to say I missed it. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to say that, but you, I think you said it was episode four or something. Episode six oh, and you were right. Five and I six. Yeah. Oh, was it six? Yeah. Yeah. And it was, man, it was, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah. But there, but that's why I felt like I missed it because it's, there's a ton of them. Yeah. Like almost every episode mm. has a, a great, you know, almost yeah. demo worthy sound. Even mm. some of the quieter scenes, some of the like birds chirping and flying around in the background. Mm. Um, and, and then I felt like even the, the picture, it's, I mean, it's simple. Um, you know, animation, but I, I felt like the details in there, especially obviously in the eyes, go figure. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I felt like there, there was one scene where they actually used the reflection in their eyes for something too. And mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, that was really cool. Um, yeah. and a few of the other scenes where it was like, Oh, wow, this is getting towards realistic. It just a, you know, a quick shot and you were like, that's drawn. But it looks really good because it, com- it came out of the stylistic a little bit. I mean, it was still stylistic, but um, yeah, John, you hadn't seen it last week, right? You you binged it. I this had week not too, started right? it last week on the show, but I show, had in- right. I was intending to mm-hmm. um, watch it before we started the recording last week, actually. But it was too yeah. long of an episode. Um, I started pretty much Wednesday, and yeah. I finished <laughs> yesterday. Um, I had one left all through the weekend, but I couldn't find time to watch it. Um, you know, cause Lydia's home during the weekend and we were watching other things. Um, but it was the first thing I watched when I got home from work last night. So, yeah. Um, yeah, no, no spoilers from me, but I was a little disappointed with the wrap up. Um, I, the, 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 the very, and now I normally like endings. I've got friends that hate endings. You know, they hated Lost, hated Game of Thrones, hated the way it all ended. Yeah. Um, including Breaking Bad. Um, um, but that's a whole other story. But I, and I normally am like, well, hey, no, it was all right. It was okay. This, I just. Well, do we think bump- it's ended? That's the question. Well, that's the, yeah, that's I don't think it is. I haven't seen it. So. Well, no, no but I'm saying I don't, I don't feel like. No, it hasn't. No, quite. Yeah, but I that's feel the like it's ended. Yeah. No, but then that's but that's a problem if Netflix never get around to doing the next one. Well, it quite, but that's the risk you take with everything on Netflix, right? Mm. Well, I would have liked <laughs> an ending. I would have liked yeah. a, an ending, which a wrap up to the, yeah, well, to the yeah. storyline. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I'm not spoiling it, DJ. I don't want to. I don't, don't want to say any more. No, about no, it. I, I, I would have liked a little bit more moments away. <laughs> closure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Want some more comeuppance in my in my uh, in my endings? 
Um, but it, but it's a beautiful series. I mean, episode five is the, is like up for me, you know, the way that you get the, and, and it felt like you get the kind of the very moving story of, of two people who, who were supposed to hate each other, who fall in love. And then, but then you've got that, obviously the, how it all kind of, um, ends up as well. I think episode five is, is beautiful. And then six is just a bonkers, absolutely bananas home theater experience. Um, which you, you know, don't expect. And yet, you know, again, as soon as I've finished it, I'm like, oh, he's episode six. Um, yeah. You know, it, it, um, but the horses, you know, the horse is thundering around the room. Mm. The, all the, again, when she's underwater and all the water bubbling again, all around this big hemisphere effect. Yeah. You know, it's just, just so good. Um, how about there was one scene, uh, where they were, she, she goes into a tunnel. But it's underwater, but the water's frozen. So she's like, she gets out of, and you can hear from underneath your overheads hear that sound when you step on a pond and it goes, and you hear the ice crack all the way around you. But this was over you. And it was all, and you, it was just so, and like you said, those underwater scenes too, the sounds they did, your room sounded enveloped in that sound, but that, that ice breaking overhead, I thought was, was crazy. I was like, Mm. I'm like, I literally, I I pulled a Franklin, my little dog, and went, wow, that's pretty cool. (laughs) It is, it's a definite must watch series. I mean, I think anyone into home theater that, that likes martial arts stuff, you know, or, cause it's not, I wouldn't really call it anime as such, not in the traditional sense. I think it's more Western than that. It, it um, is. Not that that's a bad thing. I'm not, not criticizing anime, but I don't think it is. It's not something that you've got to, you've got to like anime to enjoy. I think it's actually been no. made for Western audiences. And I, and I, I, yeah, I just thought it was fantastic. Yeah. Really, really well done. Again, apart from just the ending for me, but that's just a personal thing. And, and if yeah. they do make another one, that won't matter because I'm sure they'll fix the, the comeuppance right. in the next one, but it's whether they'll do another one and you never know. And of course, the problem with, with this kind of animation is it's lovely when something like this comes out of nowhere, but if you've got to wait five time. years for yeah. the next one, I mean, look at Arcane, yeah. you know, you've yeah. got to wait till what, November, 2024 for that. Right. It's like, for goodness sake. So this will be 2027, if not later before we get another one. And I mean, you know, it's a long time. Yeah. To wait. It's like, well, we still <laughs> care by then. Well, <laughs> yeah. that's the problem. No, well, it? I'll be like, did we see that? Yeah. Oh yeah, we did. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, you know, it's like that. That's yeah. why that like, um, the uh, recap that you get at the beginning yeah. of all these things. And it's, mm. it's like, you ever like accidentally skip through it? I'm like, how do I get that back? I don't know what yeah. the hell's going on. <laughs> I have, and I've tried to restart it and it doesn't give it back to you. <laughs> right. Oh, wow. you gotta, well, You're now done. you can go through and it'll have it on the, you can see oh. it in the episodes. It'll be at the bottom, like recap. Oh, okay. Thank yeah. you. Because yeah, yeah accidentally hit the wrong button and it skips <laughs> the recap. And you're like, Oh no. Actually, who, who are we doing? Yeah. Who are What's we that? kidding? The, uh, by the time the next one comes out, we'll all be in the old people's home. Nurse. Yeah. What was it? This? We don't, I don't think we've seen this before. <laughs> yeah. What's my pudding? He keeps calling me a blue-eyed samurai. I don't know what the hell his problem is. <laughs> I don't even speak Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Um, oh, this. Do I have? Oh, there we go. Ooh. Oh, you ready for this, Steve? I'll let you go first. Okay. I, I, saw, I saw it in the theater. Most people mm. already know me. So here we go. Okay. So you wouldn't know it from that picture necessarily, 
because um, it doesn't <laughs> say what the name of it is. Um, but this is Gran Turismo on uh, not on the PlayStation Five um, on uh, on 4K disc in uh, 4K HDR with Dolby Atmos. So I didn't see this in the theatre. Surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, this is another one of those deeds where I have I've had the screener for ages, and I oh, watched the first five minutes yeah. about four times. And I think the first five minutes are dreadful. Oh yeah. The, 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 oh, on a screener, acting, yeah. Well, yeah, but the acting is just wooden, and this. And I mean, I've been talking to loads of people about it. So you know, you guys have been spared it up until now, but I've been talking to <laughs> lots of people about how the way these two teenagers talk at the beginning of this is nonsense no right. one over here calls someone big dog you know it's just like, what the hell anyway so there's this conversation that takes place initially and, and it just was grinding my gears if you'll forgive the pun um <laughs> and so i just and so that was a problem so anyway it didn't stop me buying a 4k disc which i did and watched Thank it you. yesterday yes indeed so now having revisited it having you know dug my nails into my thigh. I would say visited it. It's like saying you yeah. came to my house and you drove by, and then you were yeah. like, all right, I'm going to revisit DJ. No, you didn't yeah, visit me. You just drove by my house. <laughs> I guess. So having dug my nails into my thighs and got over the first five minutes, um, the movie then begins properly. Um, and whilst there are still acting challenges for all involved, and I think Orlando Bloom has been massively miscast in this, um, it is nevertheless an enjoyable film, and I had a good time with it. And But more importantly, the person that I saw it with, who was an ex-street racer, um, absolutely loved it to bits, every mm. bit of this, um, oh. and ended it and was just like, oh, my God, that was great, um, and was about to then get into a car, and I'm like, just be sensible. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> this sort of film, you know, really should say, don't do this at home. Yeah, don't um, drive home from the theater. <laughs> yeah, well, you yes. know. Yeah, I yeah, told yeah. you that. My wife had to drive home with me, and she's like, oh, no. <laughs> from the theater. When I saw it in the theater, I was like, oh, my God. I think I was in my Tundra, so we were probably safe. No, maybe we weren't. We might not have been in my work truck. Well, <laughs> so that wasn't right so safe. Yeah, yeah. No, we definitely weren't in that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, luckily we weren't in that because that would have been really bad. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, go ahead. Sorry. No, sorry for no, no, no. I'm waiting for you to finish because I got. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna drop a bomb on this. But go okay, ahead. Okay. So I. So anyway. So watching it then in Cinema George, I did enjoy it. I enjoyed it. You know, a, a, you know, a lot. I didn't love it, but I enjoyed it a lot. Um, to me, it felt like an extended episode of Drive to Survive. And it's kind of mm. how it's shot and how it how it plays out, and, and it really did. And the, the establishing shots of the various racetracks, it's exactly like Drive to Survive. So that's how mm. it felt to me. But as I said, I enjoyed it more because the person I saw it with loved it, and so some mm. of that enthusiasm seeped into me, which was which was good. Um, and I and I'll keep it in the collection, and I will watch it again. And you know, I, I did enjoy it. In terms of the AV experience, I mean, that's the reason to buy this disc because it mm. looks. And it especially sounds, it's a Sony disc, people, um, yeah. absolutely awesome. And it's not just the, 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 the bits you'd expect. I mean, you get all the thunderous engine noises. You get the squealing tires. You get the racing. You get all that stuff too. But you also get subtlety. And right from the beginning, and I'm sorry to mention this again, guys. I hope no one's playing a drinking game in the chat. In Evil Dead Rise, you know how that starts with the fly? 
the little fly, that little subtle bit about the fly around the room. This movie starts with a, an engine fading into the background, a car moving into yeah. the background, and you can hear it go and go and go. And it feels like someone's removed your back wall of your theater. Yeah. And it just goes on forever. And, and I love that little subtle thing. You could easily miss that in the mix. But we, with our decent cinemas and properly calibrated, you can hear it move away from you as the rest of the atmosphere. And I thought that was a great sign of things to come. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's a demo-worthy almost front to back in terms of audio, apart from yeah. the dialogue. Um, and it's it's <laughs> well, the demo- dialogue's fine. You just don't know way, like the way it was acted. The dialogue's mm-hmm. crystal clear. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, it's Christian. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, just don't the, like the way it was acted. The way it was delivered. Yeah, there you go. That'll right. do. <laughs> but it looks amazing. It, although, interestingly, quite – it's not desaturated. It's been shot w- almost with natural light. So mm-hmm. colors look natural, which is interesting, because you thought that with a film based on a video game, it would have been pushed. They'd have pushed the saturation to make it look like a video game. But actually, it's very natural, which is an interesting choice. Um, so, yeah, so I did enjoy it. It looks and sounds incredible. It's a demo-worthy material for, for, for audio and video. Um, and, uh, yeah, so very pleased I've seen it and, uh, and well worth, you know, revisiting. So, Deej, what did you think about it? So – First thought, like, I, I'll get to my home theater version of it. Um, saying this is based on a video game is like saying Rambo First Blood Part 2 is based on a knife. It's, <laughs> it's based on a car, it's based on a real life story of somebody who played a video game that led them to the career that they have, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's why, and that's what a lot of people didn't know that when it first came out. Um, oh. and it, so it was like, it is he 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 gained his knowledge from the video game and then got to get a career based on the Orlando Bloom person character yeah. that it was it's a marketing scheme right which was fantastic which is it, it's a great story and like i said when i saw it in the theater and john said the same thing like you know what happens cuz it's a true story but like what john said is like it's like you you would never if this wasn't a true story it's like every trope of every action. Right. Movie it's so formulaic. Like, but it's true. That's right. the problem. That, that's it's the like problem. Right. But it's yeah, Days it of Thunder. It's this right. like and they arced it like Days of Thunder. And it's like like literally, like it I said after I saw it, it's like every Tom Cruise story arc. But this is this guy's real life story arc. And of course it's made for film. It's made for a movie. They they're gonna embellish yeah. and they're gonna do some stuff with it. Right. But this it, it the home theater experience of this is absolutely like it is demo worthy like you said beginning to end um where like you said the colors that they're sh- it's more it's not as like blown up and vivid like you would expect in a video game except when they did want to highlight a car so they brought in like a little bit like they want to show you where he is on the track and they'll do the little number over the top mm. so they like superimpose some stuff like a video game but it's in a real world environment which i thought that stuff there or like the 3d it looked 3d like when they did the like the graphics around him when he was sitting in his you know set rig at his house all of that stuff I thought looked fantastic. And the sound, the bass in this, because it has some great music too. The soundtrack to this movie is 
was greatly enhanced by the sound mm-hmm. in your room. It's like the the punchiness of all the bass, the end, like you said, the engine roars. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just such a great movie. And like somebody who I don't want to say grew up with Gran Turismo, but I had I like one of Joe's early memories of playing video games was me sitting him down in the theater and sitting with the steering wheel and the pedals and the shifter. And I had to have a shifter. I didn't want to do the paddles. I'm like, cause this is what we had when I was growing up. So it's like, you had to do all, I loved all that stuff, feeling the feedback and the wheel and everything. Gran Turismo was awesome for that stuff. This movie. And it's, I was talking with a friend the other day, I was texting with a friend and I'm like, it's just something about it. And it took me a couple of days, my home theater experience of it. It wasn't as good. And it, it took me a couple of days to figure out what it was. I spent so much time playing video games. We spent so much time playing video games, this game in particular, seeing it on the, seeing it on the big screen in the theater. I, th- this is the first movie that I will say I am so glad I saw it in the theater because it's not the same in our theaters. Cause when I like, I'm used to video games in my theater, right? And I'm used to like, there it is seeing this on a giant screen and that, that your video game system or that watching this movie play out larger than life. It like, it, it kind of, when I went into my theater, I was like, Oh, it's like, I'm like, it's great. It, like I said, it it is a demo worthy beginning to end, but having seen it in the theater, I was like, this just, this is the first movie in a very, very long time where I went, the picture might be better because it's small. It's, it's more clear, but that experience that I experienced in the theater, it's just not exactly the same. And I'm not saying I'm disappointed by it, but to me, it's like, that's why we go to the theater. And we're trying to duplicate that in our home and having a seven story tall building, you know, screen. You just can't do that in your home. I don't care how close you sit to, sit to it. Right. <laughs> so I, I feel like Oppenheimer might do that as well for me. Cause I love the theater experience on that. But this is the first movie that I actually was like, Hmm, interesting. And I know you didn't see it in the theater. So it's like, mm. it's, you know, it, and I'm not degrading the physical version that what we're getting. I'm just saying it's like, that's why we go to the theaters. And this is the first movie that did that and pointed it out to me. So like, like it just like hit me like two mm. days after I watched it in my theater, <laughs> took me a little while to figure it out. See, I, I, I mean, obviously I can only imagine what it was like, but, but based on my local theaters, you know, I'd rather have seen this with the person I saw it with, all excited for it, than yeah. 53 idiots on their phones talking, behaving like absolute fools. Um, oh, that was fun too, though. Uh, we right. uh, Did I tell you the one when we walked out of the theater and listening to the people around me and they're like, oh, my God, and they were talking about uh, Le Mans and they're mm. like – they were like that. La- that track. They w-. they didn't say track. That map. That map is so hard. Like <laughs> map, <laughs> map. <laughs> it's like they don't even know. Like they like like I don't even know. Like some people, they play these games and they don't even know. Like this is based on real. Like that's a real track, and that's it's a legendary track. And they're like they can't even call it that. They're like the map. <laughs> like oh god, used today. <laughs> like, eh? <laughs> oh yeah yeah they were in their 20s i'm like oh my yeah. god it's um, it did terrible. remind me also not only of drive to survive the whole ending reminded me of ford v ferrari as well 
There yeah. was quite a bit of that too, kind of the same sort of setup in the way it was run. But it is really, really good. I mean, I, I do recommend it. And I'm glad I've seen it this way because I know what I'm like in the theatres. And I don't think I would have enjoyed it as much in the cinema as I as seeing it at home. Yeah. And, and again, absorbing the enthusiasm from the person who was yeah. seeing it with me. So I'm seeing the, the acting issues, but the enthusiasm of the person who was going, oh, oh my God. You know, when the, when the, that incident happens where the vehicle yes. lifts up, literally held their breath and yeah. would have just gasped. So that was more fun than being in a theater. Yeah. I mean, I, that was great. So, um, yeah, I, I, you know, I enjoyed it. Are you going to pick it up, John? Or is it one? I you will. Watch again, I'll, no, or? I'll pick it up. I mean, I thought the movie was okay, but. You know, I remember thinking the same thing that it's going to be a great home theater experience. Mm, and it is. And, yeah. um, you know, I'll yeah. definitely pick it up for that. Um, you know, when it's eight bucks or whatever it is, I'll, I'll grab <laughs> it because I didn't love the movie as much. You know, like I said, we, we just mentioned it again. Uh, I, I know it's based on a true story, but I just felt like it was every trope that you've ever seen. Yeah. Right. In any I mean, sports it- movie. Ever, yeah, you know, it's a very, so. very loosely based. One of the reviews right. I read says that it just about qualifies for the tag of true story, but only right. just. I mean, there were there were whole events in this that take place in entirely the wrong order, including the major one, um, which yeah. got some flack from the family um, and right. some controversy from the family about that. Um, but yeah, but it, but as a sports movie, and I think that's how you should approach any film. Is right. it, it is just a movie, and as a sport movie, it's great. Right. And, you know, you've got yeah. your bad guys are bad. Your good guys are good. There's not a lot of gray areas there. And there's lots of loud cars. Yeah. <laughs> what what yeah. more could you want on an evening in? <laughs> I, well, I, I didn't even really see. I mean, well, you had bad guys on the track. What do you think of Orlando no. Bloom? Do you think he's a bad guy or do you think he's just doing his job? Because that's how I saw him. Yeah, I, I don't think there was a lot of gray there. I think he would, yeah, I think, he, I think that it, uh, in another, on another script or another part of the script, he's the bad guy. He is, he is the, the manipulative, um, marketing exec on an, uh, with another draft of the script. As this is presented, I think it's pretty clear he is yes. trying to do the right thing. He's trying to, to, to have everything. He's trying to promote the company he works for and also trying to give a, give a young guy a, a shot, a, a title right. contender. You know, he is, he's not, he's not Mickey. That of course is David Harbour, but he is, you know, he's, yeah. he's there. I love his character. About. I love yeah. his well, character. David Harbour. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> when he first meets the students. <laughs> The thing I thought about him, though, is is I'd, I'd be curious to know if his character in real life is the size that he is. Because he's, what, 6'4", right. 6'5". Yeah. Six, six, the guy's a bear. There is no way right. he's a racing driver. You, and in fact, no, when you no, see no. him yeah. get yeah. out of, get out of yeah. the Porsche, the GT3, you, you yeah. can see him almost squeezing himself out of it. And it was quite oh. funny. If you look closely, he's really struggling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's no way oh, he's yeah. a racing driver. <laughs> no, and, and it's funny because I'm wondering if that's, you know, no spoiler, not really a spoiler or anything, yeah. but that's one of the first thing he brings up to the quote main character is like, how tall, mm. look how tall you are. Like, do you even fit in a car? And he's like, <laughs> I don't know, but that's the point <laughs> yeah. of like you're saying about David Harbour. And that, that might have been put in just to point at like, yeah, we know he doesn't either, you know, but he's <laughs> pointing it out and it's like, you're bigger than him. <laughs> you're supposed to be one of the greats so yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah so much fun such a fun mm. home theater movie though yeah absolutely and it, there's a video and game i will movie. say better than transformers in a home theater i mean yeah better than the godfather <laughs> better better than the godfather. Godfather. oh definitely yeah. definitely uh, oscar <laughs> but, nom but, here but in the in the pantheon of video game movies 
which famously is supposed to be bad. This is one of the, the really decent ones. It's up there with yeah. the Last of Us series, up up there yeah. with, you know, those kinds of movies, even the Mario Brothers movie I happen to really like. Um, and I think it, 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 it actually does show that you can make a good movie out of a video well, game if you understand. But that's why I'm it saying it's not really a video like, game movie. The basis of mm. the movie is the, is the, that character, the life, his, yeah, the true the story. Life story, the true yeah. story that, yeah, they might have switched mm. around. It's, it's based loosely, but it's, it's not based in it, the idea isn't like, let's make a movie out of, you know, Gran Turismo. It was this actually happened in real life. The mm. Orlando Bloom character actually took this from real life and said, right. look at what we can do here. And it, that's all in mm. the opening sales pitch, right? And it's so it's like, it's not like need for speed. Which I really like that as a home theater movie too, but that's literally just all made up. How can we take that and incorporate a video game into this? This was literally just, it was made by the Orlando Bloom character, like in real life. Like, here you go. Now yeah. we're going to tell a true quote, true story. And it just happens to have a video game in it. I think Gran Turismo right? is a character as well. That's, that's yeah. the thing. Yeah. It's yeah. Not, and, yeah. It's not said in the world of it is. Just a it character is. in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It is a video game in the movie, isn't it? It's right. an acknowledgement that it is a film with a video game in it rather than a film. I about also the think video it's game. a, right. it's an homage to the game too <laughs> on how good the game was that this character still, I forget his name, still has a career. Right. He's still doing, I mean, it's mm. all true. I mean, and he literally came up through the video game and the realism of, and there's one, that one particular scene, you know, regarding glazing where they they point mm. that out like he had so much knowledge that everybody in the world was like these kids can't do this and he was like no there's a lot of information so john that's a great point like this is part of the movie it's a character in the movie that and it, mm. it you could say it's a sony commercial but it really isn't mm. because it's more of the developer of the game itself and sony just happened to have it for their platform Right. But it was the, you know, the highest bidder was going to get his technology and his idea, right? So it could have gone to Xbox or wherever at the time. This was mm. right out before Xbox, wasn't it? I'm not sure. Um, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The PlayStation 1 version of Gran Turismo was prior to the Xbox, the original Xbox, yeah. I believe. Yeah. But, I mean, it so, is a Sony commercial as well. I mean, the number of times yeah. the oh, PlayStation thing comes up oh, for um, sure. and of course a Gran Turismo logo I mean it's everywhere in this um, even down to the oh, little yeah. bag that he's carrying you know even that's got Gran Turismo written on it um, you yeah. know I mean it's a it's a marketing uh, you know wet dream for Sony I'm sure um, you know and again so but if the next one out of their their stable is Ghost of Tsushima and as samurai fans as we are Chad <laughs> Stahelski directing it that's what we really want <laughs> yeah this is an interesting question from Paul in the chat. Do you think Gran Turismo would have been more or less successful if it had not been called Gran Turismo? Less. That's a great question. Yes. <laughs> it's not a yes or no question. No, less, it, less. It, I, no, I think, I think less. The, the, the brand recognition is what brought people to right. it. And then you get a good film as well. But here's where I'm, this is why I think it's a great question. A lot mm. of people avoided it because they thought it was another video game. They didn't realize that had they named it after the, the character and they said true story of such and such and you were like, who is he? You might not have known who he was. And mm. then you were like, oh, he came up through a video game system. You know what I mean? Whereas there mm. is a perspective of people going, I'm not going to say it's just another video game movie. 
It's like yeah. need for speed. No, it's not. Right. So yeah. you could, I could see that both ways. That's, I, that's why I thought it was a great question. Cause my first attention was like, well, if it's not called Gran Turismo, what else do you call it? And then I thought about it, you know, and I was like, wait a minute. He's right. Yeah. It's a, it's, yeah. It's I mean, I think if you, if you call it Welsh racer, make does good chapter and, one. And he, you know, I yeah, don't think here, here's why Paul came up with it. Probably less, I suppose, but linking it to a video game kind of put me off. Mm. So it, it's a, a lot yeah. of people did that. But they didn't do a good job million... of advertising it that way either. Of, right. of yeah. telling you, like, I knew I saw, uh, I saw something and I was like, Oh wow, this is a true, this is what this is. Mm. And I could not wait for this movie this summer. And mm. that's probably why I saw it opening day is when I didn't miss on opening day, but. But Sony, you know, Sony knowing what they know. I mean, again, it's mentioned in the movie. There were what eighteen million people that have played this game, um, and so yeah. you know, you, you put Gran Turismo on it, not Gran Torino. <laughs> you put Gran Turismo yeah. on there because people see that and go, "Oh, I know that game," and "Oh, it's got flashy cars in it." Right? You're far more likely to go and see that than if you call it, you know, Driver Dan Welsh Driver Chapter One. You're not going to be flocking to see that. So I think I think there's a brand recognition there that brings you, yeah. and you're just fortunate enough to get a good movie as well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yep. and special special oh. annoyance factor goes to Orlando Bloom calling it Nissan. It's Nissan. <laughs> Nissan drives me crazy. Do you guys say Nissan or Nissan? Yeah, Nissan. Nissan. Oh man, Nissan over here. As soon as he starts, yeah. as soon as the Englishman starts saying Nissan, I could have smacked him around the head with a wet fish. Um, that, but anyway. that was the other thing. I saw, I've saw it again this week. I actually snuck this in during October when it came out on cut because I saw it on Kaleidoscape and I was like, yeah, oh, I remember you saying you've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, mm, I had to get that. I had to see this at home. And that's why when I saw it way back then, it's like, I didn't say anything to anybody because we would, I was doing my Halloween stuff so but um but yeah it was but there was that little bit of time where i went wait a minute there's just something missing here for me but i thought it was awesome but i'm like something was missing so Hmm. um really 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 good highly recommended uh if people haven't picked it up yet so all right this is our last one right guys it is you missed you missed um winter soldier oh i never put that let's do that next week we'll do that next week it's a new release no i'm just kidding (laughs) <laughs> yeah i'll just I, yeah you're right i never put that image in here and i do have it but all right let's get to this um we've all done it we've all seen it um so this should this should be a lot of fun here we go john why don't you lead us off i who was the first one to see it steve or john uh, i was watching we it watched at the same time steve was talking about yeah. it yeah so i think we oh, kind of okay. watched it together separately um <laughs> yeah. yeah this was the killer on netflix um, I had it in Dolby Vision, um, and mm-hmm. 5.1, um, strangely. <laughs> so did I. Yeah. Um, Steve, I guess, um, <laughs> did, didn't have Dolby Vision, I, everything else no, being well, the same. Well, I yeah, I didn't, I didn't bother with Dolby Vision because I don't, I yeah, don't, you don't do there's, Dolby there's not, there's not yeah. enough of a difference to make it worthwhile. Right. I mean, it was in Dolby Vision, but I don't, I don't care about yeah. that. I, I, I've AB'd right. it and I don't see the difference. Um, yeah. yeah, it is very weird. I don't, I wish I understood why an auteur like David Fincher, yeah, knowing that this is where it was going to come, it's a Netflix movie. Um, I don't understand why we get Dolby Vision 4K and we get 5.1 something. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I haven't still quite figured out whether it was DTS, Dolby Digital, or just I think PCM. Mine showed, PC, mine showed 5.1 yeah, mine PCM, is what, yeah, mine yeah. did as well. Is what my yeah, AVR just, was saying. 
Um, so that's weird. I, I was listen, and that's why we were texting. You know, couldn't work it out. Up mixed into Neural X. I think all three of us did that, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Although mine didn't say Neural X, which it normally would. It literally just said PCM, and mine would normally say Neural X. So I don't think mine did. I think mine just actually put it out in 5.1. Okay. Because um, it would normally say Neural X if it was right. up mixing to that or Dolby Surround. So I think it is just PCM 5.1, which is weird. And I'd love to yeah. speak to Fincher to find out why. <laughs> so, um, um, you know, I don't know that it question. detracted from the film a lot because it wasn't. I thought it was phenomenal. That's what I'm saying. Audio I don't know lines. if, yeah, I don't know if it, the lack of Atmos detracted a whole lot from the film yeah. because it wasn't really that kind of movie. Um, mm. but I thought this was great. I know we haven't talked, so I don't know what anybody thought of yeah. this movie. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I thought it was, I thought it was excellent. Ah, interesting. John saying. Yeah, he saw it in the, in yeah. the theater. Yeah, oh, in the theater. In the theater. He saw yeah, it in yeah, the yeah. theater. Okay. Yeah. It was an Atmos. Yeah. Huh. Mm. Well, so the, it means the track exists. So mm. <laughs> it's right. even stranger that we didn't get that. Um, yeah. I, I wonder since this went to theaters, will this get a physical release? Um, or is it just a Netflix theatrical Yeah, I think production? that was a special screening that John was at. Yeah. I don't think it's yeah. been commercially yeah. released. Yeah, I think it's, um, I think that was a screening, a special one. Um, but yeah, it'd be nice if we did get a, get a, a, a physical one. But yeah, sorry, you were saying about the movie. Sorry, John. Oh, I just enjoy, I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Mm. Um, started out a little slow, you know, the first 10, 15 mm. minutes. I enjoyed it, but my wife kind of kept looking at me like, what is this that we're watching? You know, is the whole movie going to be like <laughs> this? Um, but once it kind of got into the meat of the film, she, she, um, was engaged with it as well. I liked it from the beginning. I loved the the opening to this movie. Actually, I thought mm. it was I thought it was great. Um, mm. Yeah, um, excellent film, mm. in my opinion. Yeah, I I for my part, I I was irritated by the initial kind of setup of it. I was like, this is because uh, I thought I've got some time. How often do we get a new David Fincher movie, and how often can we see it for the first time at home? you know, in our own theater. So I was really looking forward to this and thinking this is going to be something special or it should be. So as soon as I put it on, and I mean, that's my picture there. As soon as I put it on and then, you know, the Netflix stuff comes up. And when I saw Dolby Vision 4K, oh, great. And I just assumed it's going to be an Atmos because most of Netflix stuff is. And I saw you 5.1. And I think, well, there's a problem with my system. So I shut down the app on my Dolby, on my, on my uh, Apple TV 4K. And I think, well, maybe it's just having an issue. Put it back on 5.1. Oh, maybe it's my receiver. I'll turn everything off. Turn it back on again. 5.1. Right. And so then I start it and I'm mildly irritated. Hence why I texted you guys. Cause I was, I was mildly irritated as I started the film. And as we know, if you start the movie off in a bad mood, it, 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 it hurts into the film. So it took me a while to relax into the movie because I was <laughs> irked. I was annoyed. Right? Not exactly so, the best movie to relax into. Yeah. But well, okay. no, but the rhythm, but you get, but the, this <laughs> film has a rhythm. Movie. Yeah. Well, I think this film has a rhythm and a very yeah. distinct rhythm, like a book. It's, it, it is, it says chapters. It, it literally mm. is a, a, a film about repetition and about rhythm. And so once I relaxed into that rhythm, I really began to enjoy it. And then, and again, to your point about the audio, yes, the audio I think in this is for, for a 5.1 mix, however it's presented is very good. I mean, there's a, there's a sort of earthquake scene, isn't it? Where you get this massive rumbling, 
all the the cityscapes with the there's some lovely panning shots of uh, of, of sequences of of mopeds going past and cars mm. moving around and all this sort of stuff. So for for a five point one mix, if that's what I was getting. Um, it still sounded really good and it looked really good as well, but it just, because of that initial irritation, it took me a while to, to relax into the film. Um, and I did enjoy the movie. I thought it was good. I need to see it again so that I can just put all that out of my head and just let it kind of wash over me. But I did enjoy it. I thought it was really well done. Fassbender's fantastic in this. I'm not sure if he blinks throughout the entire yeah. film. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I think he genuinely, they've they just yeah. dried up his eyes because he just does not blink ever. Um, so that was interesting. But he, he's really good in this. And, of course, he's been away for a while. So it's good yeah. to see him back in a movie like this. Um, and I thought the supporting characters were really good. I mean, Tilda Swinton in a very short, you know, short role um, is really good in it. Um, it's Tilda Swinton, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, and so yes. she's really good in it. Very br- brief role, but very good. And you can't take your eyes off her in terms of, cause it's just crackling with tension, that scene. Um, and so, yeah, I, I did enjoy it. It's lesser Fincher for me compared. I'd still prefer Zodiac seven, you know, movies like that. Those are Fincher at, at his A game, even Alien three, I would say, but that's me. Um, at, at his, at his sort of A game. And then this one is is slightly less Fincher. This is more Panic Room for me than uh, than you know Seven or Zodiac, but it, it's yeah. still very good. And I'm glad I saw it this way because again, if I saw this in a cinema with people talking and phones going off, the you know that that would have been that would have undermined the, the, the way the film was playing out. So, I, but I no, I did really enjoy it. And again, I'm glad I've seen it this way. What do you think, Deej? I um I thought it was awesome. It's mm. exactly like you said, the pacing of the movie, the, mm. the, the acting, the quiet. I mean, the, cause I thought audio wise, the entire time I was thinking like, this is an example. And I had no idea you were going to come at us with the uh, 5.1 issues that you had. So the whole, like the whole time I'm watching this movie, I'm like, this is just going to be a great example on like, it's another reason. Don't worry about the codec. It's because you can get a great experience regardless. And then we open our review of this with you like so stressed out about the codec. And I was like, the whole time you were just talking, Steve, I was going, Steve, you should listen to this podcast. It's really good about, you know, they don't get into the codex. They get into the experience and don't let the codec ruin your experience. And Steve's like, I know your system and where everything is. So you're in the chair, you're getting up, you're going back, you're looking, you're like, why isn't it showing? I want the right words on my, are we, are we worried about the front of our like equipment or are we worried about what's on the screen? Uh, (laughs) But it's about the experience. And we want the best experience. And what we're used to is Atmos and Dolby Vision, you know, or, you know, 4K HDR. Nope, 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 nope. Nope, because we say time and again on this show, Steve, upmixed. We're we're actually, the three of us have had the discussion and we were in agreement that if it's not an Atmos, but we're upmixing it, isn't that almost, is is it or is it not equal to when they just upmix it for you, like an older title, and then they mm. bring it in and you're like, we don't know, our our systems are so good, the, mm. or not our systems, I mean, like the technology now is so good at upmixing, it's not like the old days. So mm. the but experience... I, I, think if, I think Go if ahead, you John? think, I think if if you think you're getting something 
wrong, like if it's malfunctioning right. in some way, then you want to fix that and get the experience you're supposed to be getting. If you went into this knowing that, hey, this is Blind. like a no, this is a Nolan 5.1 mix or whatever, mm. you wouldn't be right. worried about unplugging things or, or doing any of that. Yeah. It's just the go, idea that yeah. you think you see Dolby Vision and it's automatically paired with Dolby Atmos or but yeah, Steve, you know. let me go back to earlier in the show. And I mean, we literally don't plan this crap out. I mean, but it's no, no better of an example. I was getting Atmos with Bloodshot and I didn't like the experience. And I was mm. texting you during it going, what the hell? This isn't what I expected. And yeah. it wasn't until I bumped a piece of equipment to find out that it was the wrong set. There was something wrong. Cause if I don't bump that equipment, I'm coming on here going, I, that was awful. awful. Right. Right. Mm. But it said Atmos, Steve, it was telling me I'm mm. getting this. You know what I mean? So don't worry about, and I'm not talking to you necessarily. Yeah. I know yeah. I am, but everyone, <laughs> like, cause so many people are like, why aren't we getting Atmos with this? Mm. Sit down in your room. Don't. And now I'm lucky enough. I, my theater rack is outside the room. But I know a lot of people aren't. And if it's not there in front of them, because they, I was like that too. I like to have my rack right there next to the television when I had a living room set. And I was like, you like to see the lights light up and you like all that. But if you don't know, if you didn't know what your system was giving you here, you would have bet, you would have just, like you said, you enjoyed the audio. It's very, very good because of the way it's mixed, because of, the lack of sound in certain scenes and then how they, there are rumbles, there is bass, there is, I mean, it's a very, very dynamic soundtrack throughout this, which again, uses music. Use, he's and <clears throat> I'm sorry, Michael Fassbender in this, I, there were times, and this is going to be a weird si segue, <laughs> but he was very Stephen Wright to me in this because he was very just dry and very just mm. like, and I don't know if you ever saw his special, like he did a special or he had a show and he's walking down the street and he had headphones on and he's, he puts in the little tape and he's walking, this is Stephen Wright, the comedian, and he's walking down the street and the tape that he put in was from his, uh, um, voicemail back in the day when you actually had tapes <laughs> and he's walking down the street and it's like, this is what he's listening to on his Walkman. It's like, boop. Mr. Wright, yes, um, we have your whatever ready for you. Your extended like, warranty is about to expire. <laughs> no, no, no. He was walking down the street and he's like, they're like, your, your appointment for your eye doctor appointment is all set for today at three or for tomorrow at 3 p.m. And he's just walking along. You don't know where he's right. going. Then it's like three messages later. Boop, Mr. Wright, yes, I'm sorry. We have to cancel your appointment. <laughs> he turns around, starts walking the other way. And it was like, that's what this movie was like to me without that kind of humor. But he was everywhere he went. He was so like just dry, matter of fact, got to do this. Anticipate, and would, don't improvise, stick to the point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was, I'm on a mic, but if you're anticipating something, I, I, I still didn't get that. But it, it was so well done and so well shot. And the audio, I thought it was so, it enhanced this movie so much. And I, I swear, the whole time I was like, this is another example on don't worry about the codec because this sounds mm. awesome. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. Um, go ahead. Yeah, but, the, but as I said, John, exactly that. The problem is the, am I, is this what I should be getting? And mine wasn't up mixing right. that I could see. It would normally say Neuralex or Dolby Surround, and it just said yeah. PCM. So I think I was getting pure 5.1. And when no. I'm, and when I start off thinking, 
but that's not what I should be getting. There's a problem here. That's right. so, it's, so that's actually me seeking it, the best experience. Correct. Is it possible that you're, you're, cause that happens to me too. And if, mm. and I think it might have happened on this. So like I'll pull it up and it'll tell me like, on my app, I can see what it's doing and it'll show me all my speakers on the app. Right. And it'll tell me, it'll show which ones are lit up and which ones aren't. And if yeah. it's, if it's not up mixing, I'll be like, Oh, so I have to go in and tell it, Oh, this is one that I do want. If it's a, if it's a new codec you haven't accessed before, your system mm-hmm. might not know that this is one that you do want to up mix yeah. because we're yeah. so used to like, Oh, this is an, it's another codec that you always upmix anyway. So maybe that was the case. I don't know, mm. but I know that yeah. it's happened to me. It may have happened on this one. I don't remember, but it's, it, mm-hmm. you know, PCM 5.1 is still, you know, five point. It's a good 5.1. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, if I'd known that's what it was supposed to be, that's what you're going to get. Then fine. You know, let it play, let it ride. You know, that's fine. But the problem is because this has happened before with Netflix. It happened ages ago mm-hmm. with a with a movie where I first put it on and it said, you know, um, 4K mm-hmm. 5.1. And then I came out of it, backed out of it, came back into it, and then it's Atmos. And you're like, right, okay. So it's looking it, – and the same thing if you put it on your phone. You know, it won't come up in Atmos. Yeah, it comes up in That's Atmos. Stephen Wright reference oh. by Chris Brown. Yeah. It's a small world, but I wouldn't want to paint it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you I know, on your phone, seashell collection scattered around the beaches of the world. <laughs> Perhaps you've seen it. <laughs> I could go um, all night. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Steve. Go ahead. No, you're okay. no, no. You're 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 enjoying yourself. You, you go for it. You go for it. <laughs> all right. um, I like to stand so in the shower with the tub filled and pretend I'm in a submarine that's been hit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I man. told you I could anyway, keep going. I loved him. Yeah, yeah, Go yeah. ahead. I've never heard of him. <laughs> You've never heard um, of Steven, right? He's no, a Boston never. comic too. That's oh, the yeah. other oh, thing. pretty. He's pretty great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, over here, he used Steve to have Rice a job at Logan Airport. <laughs> he used to have a job at Logan Airport, park, parking airplanes. Would he get fired because he locked his keys in the plane too many times? <laughs> he goes, I'm standing on a ladder with a coat hat trying to get in. <laughs> but he delivers these things just like deadpan. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. deadpan. Not a lot. And the best part is like, we've seen him live too. And the best part is when he, when you do get him to smile, he'll do a joke and you're crying, laughing from it, like these jokes. And then every now and then he'll just go, like he'll laugh at his own joke and you, and then you roar. But yeah, sorry. <laughs> go ahead, Steve. No, I'm you're done. okay. It's, it's, for now, for that's now. right. I, <laughs> but so, yeah, so I, I, had I known that this would have been fine, I, you know, did, that I would have been quite happy with it. As I said, I did like the audio. It's just a shame that I started off on the wrong foot and I'm, I'm looking forward yeah. to, to giving it another go because it is a really well done movie and it's been written to, to the nth degree. I mean, you can, I mean, bearing in mind Finch is famous for multiple takes, multiple, multiple takes. Um, you know, you can only imagine. How how some of this must have been replayed and played and played and played, um, so yeah. But you know, it's good. Yeah. It, it it is good. Uh, and yeah. you know, I'm sh- and we can anyone can see it. You know, it's on Netflix. Go for your life. Yeah, yeah. it would be nice to get this physically. Mm. Oh sure. yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah. we could get that, and then you know, and then get Steve's codex uh, <laughs> streamed out. Well, I, I don't. I mean, I don't care. If you want to release it in five point one Dolby True HD? Yeah. Oh no, no. Yeah, yeah. Fine. You know, then I cannot mix it properly yeah. and then I know I'll enjoy it even more. But you know, what, what we got was really good. Yeah. Just it was the irritation of the, right. I reckon Netflix should have to say, Steve, this is in 5.1. <laughs> yes, leave it alone. <laughs> and then I'll know. 
Is that too much to ask? No, but yeah. it, it, but that's, I mean, it's a great point because it happens to all of us. You go to a movie and like, John, what was it from? I think it was Shazam back when we were doing the other show. And I didn't, I didn't like Shazam when I first saw it in the theater yeah. and I had to go back a second time. Cause I'm like, is it me, John? And it was like, yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, it was you. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, all right. And I was just, I was tired. I was in a bad mood or whatever. But well, yeah, that definitely can happen. That's why I don't read reviews either, because I don't want to get somebody else's perspective before I get to experience it myself. And that goes for guys like even like a Ralph Potts or, you know, it's just Mike over on AV Nirvana. There's like, I read these guys after I've had my opportunity. Because we all have different perspectives on these things. And when you hear somebody say, Oh, this is, you know, I didn't like the, I, I didn't like the audio in this. Maybe I did. Cause maybe at that point, the parts that they were looking for more, I wasn't. And it, cause I'm into the movie and there's, cause these, these movies are meant to be like a full experience. They're not meant to be like, just sit down and break it down to like the bit rates coming out and the audio that's at that moment. Because it's, if you break it down like that, you're not taking the full environment. And I'm not saying that those guys are doing that. What I'm saying is, is everybody's opinion is based. Like I know like how much I love something. It's based on more than just that one thing that I love. Right. So like just say the audio in a particular movie, it could be the storyline that has me so wrapped up that I'm absolutely like just bonkers over how that sounded. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. And it, and that's why I think a lot of people go, I loved it. I don't understand you. You're like, how could you be so wrong? Well, it didn't speak to you. You know, maybe your dad didn't take you to see this when you were a kid, like whatever reason you like something. Right. And, mm. you know, if you get mad at the beginning because you're frustrated and it's like, ah, this isn't working the way I thought it would. And and I get the not neuralexing. You're like, that doesn't make sense because that doesn't seem right. So, um, yeah, stuff like that can take you right out of it. So mm. um, quickly, yeah. Chris is saying in the chat, David Fincher's The Killer debuts on Netflix at number one in 88 countries with 27.9 million views. And that was just Steve trying to get the codec right. Yeah, absolutely. That, Who knows that was when it's done since it started. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not like me to back out of a film and be texting you guys going, are you guys getting right. this? Is kind of weird. You know, I normally you were talking about the video not. aspect of it. Well, there was that as like, well because initially yeah. it just came up. It, you know, there was it was unclear. It didn't come up in 4K initially either, and then it then it mm -hmm. did, and it was in 4K. I mean, you can tell. Um, so it was just it was a weird yeah. kind of setup, and just again, it just started me off on the wrong foot. But there yeah. we go. I will rewatch. Definitely it. worth powering through is the overall yeah. message, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, don't, and if you see this on your screen, it's not a problem. This is how it's supposed to be. So you know, don't do what I did, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do this you don't home. hear him say that that often. No, 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 no. As I say, not as I do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Woo. Um, yeah, I didn't even get to, I didn't even get to, uh, um, Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah. Um, Captain America Winter Soldier. Um, I'm going to once again save my tweak of the week for that because that's kind of why I watched it. But, for people in the audio, I listened to, back to that a little bit this week. And I'm, we've never said what it is. The, the, my tweak of the week is glasses. I've got glasses for the first time and, uh, I can't wait to tell you guys about the experience of that and what it was like. Um, I, I went from my vision is, is fine. 
These are just, and as the doctor said, they're more of an enhancement type thing, like our theaters. Um, <laughs> I went from 20, 25 in one eye to 20, 20 in my left eye. So my visions were pretty good anyways. But what this is doing for me, I'll save for next week. And it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. And it's, it's definitely worth, I read about it a long time ago. I just hadn't had the opportunity to get to the doctors and get everything checked out. Um, but we spend so much time on our gear and getting everything right. And what I'm going to describe next week is like, you also got to take care of this part too, so that you're making sure you're getting everything. It doesn't mean anything I saw or experienced before is wrong. That's your perception, your reality at that time. But now what I'm seeing is just whoo, a uh, lot of fun, a lot of fun. So, um, and if you've had glasses your whole life, you know this <laughs> because I just, I never needed them. I have never needed them. And it's just all of a sudden I'm like, I can't see a damn thing up close and especially as the day goes. But I'll describe that more next week because I, who knows what else we'll have, but we've had some busy next week, guys. The yeah. Old man podcast. Yeah. Uh, where yeah. Uh, each talks about glasses. One of us talks about our prostate and, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be the offshoot. And one of us falls asleep halfway through. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> oh, man. <laughs> oh, Just because it was Lord. my birthday yesterday, Dee. I on. know. Jeez. <laughs> I love it. I mean, you're so humble about it, too, on Twitter. <laughs> Don't you hate it when people come on to Twitter and start talking about their birthday? Oh, I do that every <laughs> year. That, every year I, I do, do. it. Yes. I know you do. It's pretty funny. Pretty funny. So, all right. Uh, thank you to everybody in the chat. Uh, lot, lots of chat, chat are going on there. Really appreciate it. And like, like I said earlier in the show, email me at dj at brightsidehometheater.com for questions, comments, stuff like that. Uh, leave comments on YouTube as well. Um, cause I, I get to most of those, um, whether you like our accents, whether you like, my, <laughs> I was about to say <laughs> my facial hair, whether, you know, stuff like that, you know, all the good fun stuff, make fun of us. I don't care. Um, <laughs> you know, give us a thumbs down. I really don't understand those. I mean, I get it. You want to give it to give it its interactions. It's, it's fine. It helps the algorithms, but we got a, like a few thumbs down on each of the 24 hour podcast oh, really? you know oh yeah uh, and i'm like what are you doing watching it it says right in the title 24 hours of i think paul hurt put it in on twitter and he goes i can't believe it worked out so well for something that's basically called guys talking to guys <laughs> Just, <laughs> that's all it is for 24 hours but it's like what are you doing watch it and like you're like ah, i'm done with this okay thanks for the thumbs down <laughs> it's so funny well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, look, that's one. I'm, there's nothing yeah, on that one. Whatever. But, but yeah, rate, review, rate, review, subscribe, iTunes, all of that. Don't forget about, uh, AV Nirvana's podcast going now on Spotify mm -hmm. and iTunes. We got fact, fact question. It's changed a couple of times, but fact question that's coming up Thursday night on, on, uh, YouTube. So check us out there. Uh, next week's. Takeover Tuesday will be the audio cleaned up version of me and Chris Deering. I'm hoping the following one after that, I think I'll have another a, a listener guest again. We'll get back to that. Um, anything else, guys? Patrons, nope. thank you. Uh, nope. Support the show over there. Boxes of popcorn, everything this month going to Movember. Oh, I think that's it. 
Yeah, it's almost that's a lot. whole other show in itself. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> well, what about we're going to do what we're going to be watching this week, ready for next week that we might watch? John, are you trailing anything from the, your collection, ones you bought? Well, uh, uh, depends on what comes in on time uh, for next week. Okay. Uh, yeah. Mystery man. I like yeah. it. Okay. Well, I'm going to. Go on, Dave. Go on. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll go last. I mean, go ahead. Go. Uh, okay. Well, yeah, I'm, I am going to try and see Scrooge Trading Places um, and Violent Night. I am doing Violent Night in 4K and Atmos for the first mm. time. Blu-ray here right. was only in 7.1. So this is in right. Atmos. So that yeah. I am doing this week, come hell or high water. Um, <laughs> that is what I am going to be doing this That's week. That's one of Todd's wait. favorite movies for Christmas. I mean, I really yeah. liked it. We saw it, Todd and I oh, saw yeah. it in Apple yeah, last year. Yeah. yeah. We saw it all last year and talked about it. But yeah, for you to see that in Atmos now, yeah, it's, it is really good. It's, I mean, it is a true, like gory horror movie. Mm. And, you know, uh, David Harbour again. So there you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it comes in. Yep. It's um, and Ryan is from Bristol I, at the beginning. I, uh, next Tuesday, we will be recording at 5 p.m. I am guaranteeing at least once, maybe twice, I will have seen oh. Oppenheimer at home. <laughs> and I cannot wait. I cannot yeah. wait for that. That's, you know, I, I'm, you know. I think it's going to be my home theater movie of the year, I think, but I have to wait to see it. I think it would knock The Covenant off the shelf, off the number one spot. That's still my number one movie for the year uh, until next Tuesday. So next Tuesday, I will have my Oppenheimer uh, report. So maybe <laughs> I'll throw in some Big Bang Theory, too. <laughs> It'll be an explosive show. Um, yes, exactly. <laughs> All right. I see you guys next week. Um, until then, what are you going to do? Go push play. What he said. Yeah. Hey, Fred. This has been a Hey, Fred production with theme music by Jeff Bernhardt and Throne Vault Productions.